power couple, Andy and Sunghae, are collectively responsible for educating, entertaining, and feeding the residents of this wonderful city we call home. Tune in and listen to their journey that led to the opening of their newest venture, a New Zealand-style cafe that serves freshly baked meat pies, croissants, scones, or their hottest item, the sausage roll. I personally recommend it, as I was thoroughly pleased to experience the hot pies and chill vibes that they offer. Our light-hearted conversation was full of colorful stories, interesting thoughts, and lots of laughs. It was a personal reminder of why I enjoy doing this little podcast thing. I hope you enjoy. Can I still cut a promo for Mad Kiwi Cafe, even if the whole episode is about the owners and they are the guests? Ah, why not? The New Zealand-style cafe is tucked away in a cozy area close to Guam Top Rotary and is easily accessible to anyone. Vegan options are available, and dogs and children are welcome. Check them out on Instagram and Facebook. Pre-orders are recommended. Mad Kiwi Cafe, hot pies and chill vibes. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. Did you guys get it yet? Did you guys get Corona yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah, I got it, and um, she didn't get it. If you had to choose Rona or a DUI on your bicycle, what would be? <laughs> when is he supposed to leave? Where's your mic? Sodab's a little racist, and he's always throwing out these racist comments that I gotta cut out. So, <laughs> oh, good times. That's usually his, but we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. We'll, we'll share this with it. Uh, I was rough when I got three days. Out. Yeah? Close the door. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. Can you, uh... Throw the, the dictionary there, too. <laughs> the, I took the doors off to paint them stupidly, and then I can't close them anymore. Put them on upside down or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, How long have you been open? Since... When, when did we open? Uh, early April. Huh. Early April. Yeah. 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 We, we bought it in January. We started paying rent. Yeah. And then, you know, we're like, oh, okay, one month for sort of renovation and then another month for, mm. you know, like getting the recipes together. Yeah. But it sort of, you know, it always spills over. Yeah. No so doubt. We, we paid a few months rent, but. Hey, that'll light the fire under your ass to, to get going, yeah. man. And then yeah. the week before we, like literally the day before we were going to open, mm. got COVID. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was yeah. the Friday and we're going to open on the Saturday. I was in there, <laughs> I was in there prepping. I was like, <clears throat> you know, wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> got the got the cough. Did you have bad symptoms? Were you okay? Uh, the symptoms. No, I I had like dry throat, mm. um, body aches, but like the next day, like when I was quarantined, mm. three days just terrible body aches. Oh no! Like, I couldn't move. I was like this. Yeah. Couldn't even find a nice position to watch like TV or anything. Yeah. So I was just lying there. Oh nice. <laughs> nice. Nate's vibrator is going off again. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's roll it in here. Welcome to another episode of This Korean Life, number 72, featuring Andy and Sunghae. Welcome. Thank you. It's uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we finally got to uh, to sit down yeah. and, uh, and chat. So, anyways, the proud owners of the new Mad Kiwi Cafe, located close to Kwong Top, I think is a... In Shinjongdong. Up the hill from there. Yeah. Up the hill from Kwong Top, yeah, right around the corner from Dave's... Uh, Dave's Pottery Place. That's awesome, man. I'm glad to have, uh, glad to uh, to see some more foreign-owned businesses popping up. It, it's funny living here. We we're all kind of 
interconnected on uh, on some level. Like we've all worked at the same uh, at the same kindergarten before. I mean, you play in a band with Patrick, who who's a, yeah. a former guest on here. So, anyways, nice to uh, nice to see you guys. Welcome. Yeah, playing in a band with Tony now too, who you have had on. Oh, to- yeah, oh yeah. Tony's Tony's in the Suicide Pigeons. Tony's in the sui- uh, yeah, yeah. Tony's a he suicide left, he pigeon. He left the stops or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they sort of disbanded and then. Uh oh, Tony's a suicide pigeon. He is. I'm he, still he waiting. Was doing both actually at the same time. You better watch out, the Mad Kiwi Cafe man. He's gonna start selling his pastones again. He's gonna put you guys out of business. <laughs> so <laughs> are Patrick and Toby done? Yeah, so Toby's playing with another band now, and then Patrick's sort of doing some busking. He's got a something going. He'll he'll always have something. Little project going cool he loves to play that's awesome that's awesome you uh i mean i think right from the hop from stories we've heard from patrick and, and just talking to you now you're you've always been uh one foot in teaching and and kind of one foot in either music or business or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um you not jj's what was it called so bench, Be- bench yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's right. where it all really started mm. um that's where i met patrick yeah well, we we met in Namchung. It was a little more rural than I was Ooh, expecting. Would you? Yeah. So when I got the job, it just said Ulsan. And I looked it up. It's like 1.1 million people. Oh, yeah. It's like a good city. Your neighborhood, yeah. four. You hadn't been from Namchung to Ulsan? Yeah, yeah. No, but when I was in, so I was in Australia. Ah, I was okay. looking for a job. And ah, then yeah. I found out, did the interview, came over. Yeah. And my boss picked me up from the airport. And I was expecting Two to hour live drive. in the middle of the city. Yeah. And I'm like driving through. It's like, oh, here's a big wheel. It looks nice. Just keep driving. It's like, where are we going? Yeah. It's like just going further out into the country. Yeah. Are you going to kill me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep, yeah, this is my new home. Wild. And yeah, there was like, I didn't meet another foreigner yeah. for about a month. Not the, not not fun without wheels. But if you got if you got your own wheels, it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I drive out there all the time to my in-laws. But, you know, there is a ton of foreigners out there. They're just not teachers. There's a ton of Southeast Asian factory workers out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And there's, amazingly, there's great foreign marts and some great foreign restaurants out there that are, like, there's an Uzbek, really? there's an Uzbek restaurant that's fantastic. Is that in Namchang? Yeah, that well, yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. Five, five minutes. Um, and there's a bunch of other ones, a Sri Lankan one, but that's all the factory guys know where they are and nobody else. But, yeah, it's funny, I... Now I want to hear teachers out there, and I'm like, well, you're in the middle of nowhere. Well, there, there were a bunch of us. Um, we all sort of met. So I met Brian first, mm. Rascon, and uh, Brian. And I was just walking back from the mart, and mm. I saw it was just passing. And I was like, oh, guys, guys, because I hadn't seen another <laughs> foreigner. Yeah. And then so we like went and got some food and threw a football around in the park. And oh, they knew nice. someone, and then they knew someone, and then we started doing these thursday night meetups nice and the crowd got bigger and yeah patrick was one of those wow after one of those we're like let's go downtown oh i hadn't been downtown yeah no doubt so we went to purple haze yeah and oh downtown mugo yeah yeah. which is quite still quite far from downtown yeah cool yeah and then from there we met someone and they knew about bench warmers and you're like i'm gonna buy that (laughs) <laughs> was a, <laughs> nice yeah cool man and you were part of the renovation we went through it with patrick but that was quite the, uh, uh, the quite the story yeah, yeah. he said uh yeah just just surviving on mcdonald's and and, yeah, and, yeah. and pushing through and, and grinding that's good though it's man like, that's like yeah getting a great experience sweaty, working on the yeah. renovation and then hopping on the bus and then yeah. stinking out the bus that's a okay. poor people that's a great uh that's a, a great experience i think not many people 
not many people get over here. I usually I think it's just come yeah, or do yeah. your teaching, a couple of drinks on the weekend, and go home. But you're uh, you're keeping busy, man. So yeah, there busy, yeah. there was uh, there was bench warmers that uh, you you separated from that. You've been yeah. in bands. What uh, when did you start to to think about opening the uh, the pie shop? What's what we'll give yeah. you the what we'll give you the spark there? Well, the idea started as a cafe. Okay. So it wasn't like specifically pies. No, we no. wanted to do a New Zealand style cafe. Okay. And w- so, which is what? Tell us what a New Zealand style yeah. cafe is. Um, so it's, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> because a Korean not, cafe could yeah. be anything, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Maybe not what people yeah. think of back home as a cafe. So yeah, uh, coffee scones. Mm. you know sandwiches mm. some pastries oh, right, right. Um, a cafe yeah okay. <laughs> uh, New Zealand style in that you know we're like branded as uh, you know okay yeah, yeah. or New Zealand okay, okay. Be this kind of theme yeah you know we have the flag up and all that cool and then yeah of course meat pie yeah it's one of our national dishes so no no way I yeah. didn't know that I know yeah. I only know the the meat pies when my wife was traveling Australia and in New Zealand she said you can get them anywhere you go in yeah. any mart or any and is it true that every little yeah. cafe has their own kind of yeah. spin on it yeah you can get them everywhere yeah and yeah. There, I mean there's is there like standard flavors or does everyone kind of yeah, do there, their own there thing there are like five standards mm. so the New Zealand Supreme Pie Awards will have their five standard categories oh, oh no way you guys got a thing yeah. it's like a Canadian poutine award I guess yeah, yeah. we've had it for like 10 years and there's like the like meat and gravy potato top oh okay. um, there's like a chicken, yeah. vegetarian, and like a potato top, mm. which are like the main staples. And then there's like a category for like gourmet, make your own ah. wild ideas. Huh. Are these, and, <clears throat> just out of curiosity, are these different than British meat pies? Not much. Because no. I imagine they came from there. Yeah, yeah. But now that you have your own your own national dish, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like I was saying that pizza it. is the national dish in Canada or something yeah. like not really, but kind of. Well, like butter chicken's now a national dish of, of England. So right. It's kind of the same thing with us. Right. Yeah. Okay. And we've taken fish and chips too, and that's our kind of second national dish. Well, really? They're all closing so, yeah. in, in the UK, so maybe it'll take over. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a toss up between the meat pie and fish and chips for like national dish in New Whoa. Zealand. Yeah. And are those oh, typically a meal or a snack or? Uh, fish and chips would be a meal. No, no, but uh, the meat for the pie. <laughs> meat pie. Yeah, like you just grab one and walk down the street and, you know, hand food. You can just. How big are they? Uh, okay. yeah. That's what we used to bring for microwave lunches sometimes. You used to have pizza pops or meat. My mom used to buy meat pies at yeah, yeah. Yeah. the uh I just wonder if you, yeah, if you eat them as a meal or a snack. Yeah, well, like if you have a family, you'd get like a family pie and you can sort of cut it up and have mm. it as a meal with some maybe mashed potato, some peas or something. Yeah. But yeah, you can go to a convenience store and just like you get a, like Kim a triangle yeah. gimbap or something. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Oh, cool. Do you like meat pies? Yeah, I loved uh, when I tried for the first time in New Zealand. Mm. She was a pie a day. (laughs) I had no idea at first. And he said there's something called meat pie. And that's a kind of national snack for everyone. So let's try. And I had one. It was so good. And we, I, I stayed there for like ten days, yeah. and I yeah. had one pie a day, yeah. and I got five kilos <laughs> my, my more. Were <laughs> so, yeah. You think that's from just eating pies? I think so. Yeah. Come on, he just showed me it was this big. I would eat like two or three of one. <laughs> 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 this but pie a day didn't give you five kilos. No, the, the, the pastry, the pastry yeah, and the, yeah. Yeah. the 
Yeah, no yeah, joke. I guess so. Like so, I have a rough idea of the calories in Alice, but I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. It, I, I noticed once I started cooking, like, oh my God. I remember learning how to make uh, like icing for the top of like a, yeah. a birthday cupcake. You're like, oh, it's just sugar and butter. <laughs> That's all this is. Yeah. Oh my God. Sugar, butter, vanilla. But no, good. But, uh, yeah, from that New Zealand trip, this mm. was like 2015, yeah. just mm. before we got married. Mm. Um, yeah, we went to a lot of cafes and sort of got inspiration. Mm. And since that trip, I got inspiration. <laughs> so it's it's, a, it's yeah, a yeah. kind of casual for you, but it's I was kind me. of in, I was impressed during the trip. Yeah, yeah. it's like so. every cafe had its like unique personality. It's no not like franchise. franchise. Like yeah. we don't really do the mm. franchise thing. There's only one Starbucks in the whole like the kind yeah. of biggest downtown. And that wasn't your home. there. That, really? That only just opened right now. Something. Still, yeah, yeah very small Starbucks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The rest yeah. are all you know like independently. Yeah. I, I like what we that, wanted huh? to do. So when you yeah. when you tasted the first pie there, you thought, "This is my thing. I'm gonna start a cafe in Korea." Actually, pie was not the option. But I just like the the atmosphere in the cafe there, like mm. near the, the ocean vibe, yeah. or like near a forest, whatever. It was so like quiet and people mm. are relaxed and mm. the coffee's good. You know, the they don't drink americano. They drink New Zealandano. <laughs> what do they got? Kiwiano. That's it. Kiwiano, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the long black and flat white. Oh, yeah. It was kind of something new to me. Mm. What are the, what's the difference? I, I don't know anything about coffee. Between a long oh, yeah, black yeah. and a short white? So the or a flat white, sorry. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Who are you guys laughing at? <laughs> it reminds me of that Billy Connolly bit where he's like in a Mexican restaurant and... The food comes out and he's like, I'm sorry, sir. I ordered a quesadilla, not a tortilla. He's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's okay, just, that's, that's what I mean. It's just a different... Slight different amounts of water and like yeah. some some things, it's even the order that you put the men, yeah, the yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the you can, yeah. They got different charts and stuff where it's uh, so, yeah. so espresso is the base, yeah. and the Americana, the name itself is kind of like mocking way to kind of tease Americans mm. from Italy. So Americans always, oh, more water, more water. Mm. So, oh, okay, more water for Americans. Yeah. 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 So that's called Americano, but long black is espresso, same, but little amount of water. It's just added. less water. So it's a yeah. uh, kind of stronger yeah. flavor. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of flavorful. Yeah. So yeah, I, I loved it. And yeah. I, I love their dessert section in the New Zealand cafes. They have like, the dessert is kind of uh, various. Like mm. I've never seen before in other countries. Like yeah. what, for example? Like um, there are one small cafe has so many dessert, like mm. some bars or cakes or muffins. The Nanmo bars, so Lemington. many. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. You get it all from the, the the British, you know, like yeah, about like so, like what is it, Sunday tea and okay, yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Cool. So what when you when you when you went there, what was how did you contrast or compare that with the Korean cafes? Oh, so because there, mm. I, th I think there's a lot of independently owned ones here, and there's a lot of franchise ones. There's tons of options. Yeah. Over the last, I mean, ten years ago, there was nothing here, <laughs> but but now there's just there's a bazillion of them, and I mean, even the bakeries, some of them have just crap, and some of them actually have some pretty impressive stuff. I don't know what's what's better. Like some of the big franchises, they actually have guys who went to France and learned how to do pastries, or some of the independent guys who who learn on well, their own it depends but, what you're looking at. are you looking for taste are you looking for atmosphere i think this is but that's yeah, but that's, that's what i'm right? gonna say like the variety of desserts the atmosphere what was different in korea you didn't find that here because 
I think they have lots of those kind of things here. Um, so here I uh, see a lot of just Americano and honey bread mm. and very yeah. cold, uh, hard scones. Mm. Pretty much plain scones only yeah. and like no ice cream and like all same items in the mm. menu. And they kind of follow, they try to be like Starbucks, but they can't reach the Starbucks level, but they like, so yeah, Koji, Koji Starbucks. Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I thought, and uh, you know, like, uh, I don't want to say bad things, but the Korean people are kind of, they follow phase very like easily. Sure. Yeah, like kids, yeah. the uh, clothes, fa fashion, yeah. Yeah. the trends. Fashion yeah. trends, yeah. yeah. So things come and go very fast and they don't, want to try new things much they don't challenge enough i think mm. uh, even young or old until um, it's cool it's just more, <laughs> and then it's, uh, it's just more about fitting in all everything's about kind of fitting yeah, in yeah and, so they, they are scared to be different like yeah with the clothes or any kind of lifestyle of but, course yeah but, I, but as soon as you step out then everyone wants that right the, when the when the new trend starts or one popular person yeah. likes it then it's then it's i cool, remember right? when my wife's friends come over like i said you guys want to drink Oh, I don't drink. I don't drink. And she's like, no, my husband will make something really good. Oh, I hope okay, he tells I'll the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's some fruity cocktail. And they're like, is there alcohol in here? And then they're absolutely bombed and have the, the time of their life. But they don't even, you know, they just think they're soju or beer and that's it. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah you're pretty limited. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good drinks out there. Someone oh. says, I don't drink, I'm allergic, I turn red. I'm... What kind of drinks did you used to make over there? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but from Arbor Mist, I mean, like just a, a fruity kind of wine spritzer kind of mm -hmm. thing to White Russians or yeah. well, just something sweeter and not just soju. I've but seen... I mean, even, even margaritas or daiquiris, I mean, anything that's not soju, that's not... <laughs> is like, wow, this is, kind of tastes like just Coke. Or this tastes like milk. I watched the progression of of his wife's friends go from like, no, I'm not drinking, to like them doing, like picking up shots with their mouths, like, oh, I'm getting more. <laughs> Big cream yeah. shots. Blowjobs. Blowjobs, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would make blowjobs. <laughs> but then it's, but it's a cultural experience for them, right? Like, they tip it off with some whipped cream and they go, no, 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 you can't use your hands. And they're like, what the hell is this? And then my wife has to do all the explaining and stuff. And it's like, but watching, yeah. watching them, watching them go from like, oh, we don't drink, <laughs> thinking it's soju, to you know, fast forward two hours, they're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> throwing these shots. So I, I, I fully agree with the not willing and so sort of not wanting to stand out or try the different things. I think Yangogi is another one. Yeah, oh, Nemse, oh, Nemse. Yeah. What is yeah. that? Lamb. Lamb, lamb, lamb. Yeah. But if they, lamb. if they actually try well-prepared lamb and that doesn't smell or taste, fun, mm. then, then yeah. they'll, they'll crush it. And they don't even know. Put some like mint on it or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you just have to get them away from the rest. Once you take one out of the group, they'll become yeah. like you. But if the group is more than you, then they stay oh. like the group. Mm. And, and that's kind of it, so... <laughs> yeah, it's it's not easy. It's challenging. So yeah, the the most loved job in Korea is government uh, government officials working for government wow. offices, which is so boring and people yeah, value it. Come on, so, it's safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah safe. Yeah. After when you're safe. You get good pension. Yeah. Well, and not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. yeah. I I teach a Gomuang class at the university. Yeah. Of all different civil servant offices, the Bomsamuso, Shichong, Namguchong. Yeah. So I have. 15 or 20 of them yesterday. Mm -hmm. So they don't speak English, and call this guy. <laughs> no, but they've all taken a year off 
to study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think, wow, like how, I mean, to take a, to take a year off or to take a sabbatical and, and do something different is one thing, but to take it and have to study from nine till six every day. And they're studying English, Chinese, physics. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) they have some policy classes and stuff, but to work for work. To, to work in to take a so that that's what I didn't get like they're not they're not doing research they're not uh, necessarily focused on their particular job because they change offices they change jobs every three years so right. you, it's hard to specify one specific area that they can focus on mm-hmm. but they all said no we just don't like our jobs so this is different and I was like isn't this Himdara Moriapa Kichana like isn't it like I don't know anyone who would sign up for a year of these courses that you guys are taking and they're like we gotta go we gotta go come on we get the next class and i was like this sounds stressful like you went from one stress to a different stress but this is way better than our jobs (laughs) and they get three weeks vacation that they can take three weeks in one shot which they've never been able to do in their lives and they said that's one of the main reasons we do this so we can get three weeks at once of not going to work so i 100 percent agree i mean they're all office workers and it just seems like lots of them are really bored in their jobs and unsatisfied. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, the whole like kind of vibe in the country is like, yeah, they don't like to be different and stuff. And mm. I thought having New Zealand style cafe and kind of spread, like, you can be different, Celebrate you can be relaxed, <laughs> yeah, you can be chilled sometimes. Mm. I wanted to have that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's rough day, hard drink or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. That place yeah. is great. I mean, and you you have to drink like outside in front of public. Like all your neighbors are walking by, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Oh. I got a little outdoor area too. Yeah. Nice. Some people walk past like the residents. Yeah. Do you do you find that it's changed a lot? Like Korea is much more chilled now. I'm still <laughs> pali pali, and but yeah. but it's changed a ton since yeah you know yeah. even the last three to five years i mean yeah, wait till they get that cbd <clears throat> bill passed then marijuana compared to when i was young like yeah um maybe kids are getting more freedom i think mm. even it's not enough but yeah. yeah i think it's changing definitely watching the kids one more freedom the parents aren't so pressuring their kids to go to seoul yonsei korea be a doctor and lawyer yeah. There's a lot more freedom in that regard. And I think I think the biggest change for me has been the travel. That this generation of kids is the first generation of kids that travel kind of freely. Mm-hmm. Where their parents were just lucky to travel once they got older, but they never traveled as kids. Mm-hmm. And their grandparents probably didn't almost travel at all. Right, right. So these kids going out and social media and stuff. I mean, there's a whole generation of global kids yeah, yeah. where their parents were kind of limited to SciWorld and... MySpace or whatever, whatever they were. <laughs> and they, they were hesitant. Like I'd meet Koreans 15 years ago. Hey, get Facebook. And oh, Cyworld. <laughs> well, if you do Facebook, you can connect with people all over the world. But why don't you get Cyworld? Because only Koreans use Cyworld. Yeah. But now we have a whole generation of global kids that see the world differently. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's the biggest change for me. That, yeah. Yeah. That these the, guys are opening the, up. Yeah. The Z, the Z generation. Yeah. They're yeah. pretty different. I don't know yeah. about you guys. We like Kiwis often do like a OE after university. A what? Like a we call is that a, a drug? OE outdoor education. Oh, okay. Like a trip after university. <laughs> Go for a wee. <laughs> a wee. Yeah. yeah. The big OE. Yeah. What, what yeah. does that mean? 
gap year like in the UK? Um, no, like just after university, before sort of looking for work, you just sort of get together with some friends and travel and just sort of see the world a bit. Oh, that's so and, cool. Um, that's so cool, man. Yeah, so I went to Thailand with a couple of friends and we just you know, looked around huh. just before you sort of get into life, I guess. Hold on. Yeah. I've never heard of anyone going to Thailand and just looking around. <laughs> <laughs> ping pong, ping pong show. Just for you, ping pong show. <laughs> I, I traveled with females. So. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they, they don't stop at the fem female. Okay, no problem, no pump him. Yeah. Just for you, female show, okay. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> no, I, I wish we had that kind of culture at home. Like the way, I don't think I'm... I'm alone. Uh, I I don't think I'm alone. Yeah, the ping pong show. Not <laughs> the. Uh, I I don't think I'm alone with my with my thoughts. But the, you know, I felt like everything's just a, a huge rush. Like, get into uni, yeah. finish that, get a job right after. And if you're stalling at all, like, yeah. you're you're wasting time. Like, you need to I breathe sometimes, right? Man, and I didn't learn that until later but, in life. But <laughs> you know, but that's a, but that's our a parents, thing. Our parents came up through different times. I think though, didn't they? Like. My dad always told me, my mom always told me, like, if you leave, you probably won't ever go back. Yeah, but it was never, that might be a good thing. That was when a time when you probably needed a degree to get a job still. There wasn't YouTube and Facebook and shit. And it wasn't just go learn whatever you want and become a trader or whatever on your own. You no, but there's no established, like, OE culture at home where it says, like, you know what, before you decide to dive into a career, go. Well, this is, like, usually post-degree. But I oh after you yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm yeah, I'm yeah, curious yeah. about that one because in the UK it's after high school, so when you travel that Thailand Vietnam Cambodia yeah, yeah. loop, you find mom you'll never know who I met here it's my high school link. friend yeah. and they they sit in PC bongs with all their high school friends and I'm like how did all you guys leave and you all ended up in the same place like you all pretend you're independent traveling but you're just like doing a high school trip with your class and they they have the gap year after high school which i think is great and a lot of although the circuit i don't i wish they would branch out a little more but they're getting great experiences it's just a little bit obnoxious being in their midst all the time and going you got me around on me yeah, yeah but they do the world tour they do the world tour ticket whatever it is two grand or three grand and they go you know whatever australia australia new zealand they do then they go to la they do la california area san francisco grand canyon whatever and somewhere in Europe, and Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, around there, and then somewhere Egypt or South Africa, and in Japan or something. But that's like the main seven stops or whatever. They buy their ticket, and they have a year. And I think I think it's a wonderful experience, other than traveling with these huge bags with blow dryers and makeup and earrings and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of different than how I was doing it. But what a what an amazing experience they get yeah. out of it was your oe a pretty formative experience for you well yeah it was it was great i um i sort of came back with i don't know just a sort of different perspective sure. because mm -hmm. it was you know i hadn't been to sort of a developing country i yeah, guess yeah. Sort of a poorer country and just seeing the way they lived i did like cambodia thailand laos yeah um backpacking just roughing it, yeah. Um, staying in like one dollar rooms, and, yeah, yeah, why not? and yeah, makes like you appreciate, gives you some perspective. Yeah, really does. Every everybody should have to. I mean, not have to, but everybody in a country with an opportunity to do it should be doing it. Yeah, but yeah, a lot, a lot of people do it. You know, before they go to university, um, mm. as well. Mm. I did it after. Mm. Yeah. Oh man, I just came here after uni. That was a big enough, uh, big enough jump for me, but oh wild I, oh, I wish we had that culture at home i think it, people would be so much better and just not 
I don't know. Well, I think yeah, that's so not so rushed here too. Korea too. It's like you just straight into the next thing. But the yeah. females usually sometimes take a year off to go travel and oh, yeah. uh, or travel. I mean, or go do the uh, working holiday visa or something like that. That's usual, no? Boys go to here, military. Here? Girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not usual. Sometimes. I think it just depends on their. Uh, what is it? Uh, economic situation mm. in the family. Like, if you don't have any like um, enough money, mm. you don't do it. You just mm. get part-time job and okay, okay. trying so, to get jobs. Yeah, so that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like the the difference is, you you mentioned Korea, but in Canada, I mean, many many people are working in high school. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you're I'm saving because I'm going to Mexico, or I'm saving because I'm going mm. to South America. So you know you're saving for that, but. Koreans are, you know, saving mummy's yongdon for more phone credits or something. Like, they don't they don't have the job, so it it would be very hard to implement here at home. All you'd have to do is redirect their funds from souping up their car or buying game credits on their phone to actually going and traveling and getting a different life experience. But here, you have to change the whole work and study culture because it's just. Just study and don't mum is you study and I'll take care of all the bills until you get yeah. married because just focus on your studies. Yeah, yeah. So that part's really hard. Yeah, a lot of my friends had like after school jobs, like sure. packing bags at the <clears> supermarket <throat> and yeah. paper routes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been working since grade seven. Yeah. Grade, yeah. grade seven week, so I, we didn't grade grades. seven. What, what is that? Middle school one. Oh, okay. Excuse after me. right after elementary, yeah. Mm. Packing the shelves at Pizza Hut. Yeah. Come, I mean, I don't know. Everywhere I grew up, guys had paper routes and flyers and mm. cutting grass. I mean, formal or informal jobs. I mean, you had them from eight, nine, ten years old. You you knew the yeah. uh, at least you knew some concept of money. And yeah, if I do money. this, I get this. And if I yeah. save this, I can buy this. And it wasn't nothing was given to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you I, used to do, I used to do chores and stuff. You know, like I painted a fence to buy an air rifle yes. when I was young. It's like. Nice. It's like, that's my goal. I'm gonna paint this whole fence and that's it. Enough yeah. For it. yeah. No, I I never got part time job on uh until I was like 24. <laughs> so when I got my first part time job and my parents were like yelling at me like don't do any kind of like hard work. You just study yeah, and yeah, like we'll get more money and like that's, no. that, that's the other thing. Like if yeah. you say it's like embarrassment to the family. Where do you work? McDonald's. No, no, just get a different job. But convenience store, like these guys play on their phones like 80% of the time. Well, they could be doing a PhD while they're there or their homework. And uh, yeah, they like the convenience store, just play on your phone. It's a bonus. You get paid to play on your phone and serve a couple of guys. Did you get some valuable experience from working part-time? Oh, I learned how the world goes, but I was in a kind of like, you know, small well, but mm. I learned how the life can be tough. Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. It didn't make much The value money. of money. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. What's, what's a wand worth? What's a charm yeah. worth? Yeah. I found that it's the soft skills, man, that you, that you learn interacting with people, seeing dickhead customers that come in and then nice people that come in and you just, yeah, again, you get a... And, and horrible it, boss. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Main thing was that. Yeah. I, I remember at uni being like at university being so poor that I get my in, like allowance each week, and like having to choose like cigarettes or food. Or you smoke too? It's a smoke. It's like yeah, you know, just counting pennies. I had the exact oh, so such stupid like money management. Like oh, here's my check for a hundred dollars. 
like 50 of this is going to cigarettes <laughs> until <laughs> until i get paid Priorities next time first. yeah yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah oh i can only i can only have seven drinks at the bar tonight so i'll have a couple of dad's beers if he doesn't uh hopefully he doesn't so if you went back or if you could do it different would you if you could call your own shots not worry about mom and dad would you think you would want to work from an earlier age i would i would because um uh, i think kids here grow very naive like mm, they sure. don't know like out of the school they don't realize how the world is tough or what's happening around the world because they just study sitting on the desk right. and they don't even learn they don't even get allowed to cook much at home because yeah, yeah like oh fire, it finishes after what and why oh danger <laughs> no more kids are like dumb until they like go to uni usually never um i think i can confirm that continues through uni yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly actually yeah yeah so that continues through uni <laughs> yeah i think the parents have such good intentions to to you know to tell them to focus but it's yeah. like the if you want to make an analogy to to hockey i think the older players grew up playing lots of sports like taking summers off yeah that you can say yeah. uh, taking summers off playing baseball and just developing as a whole here you're so hyper focused on just your the the outcome of your score that you're missing you're you're missing life and, yeah. and everything around yeah. it and that i think in the end if you took a step back from the uh, from the studying you know the final goal you'll be a more rounded person and probably smarter for but the hard one to comprehend here is that the parents didn't do that like the parents didn't study at unlimited hogwans till two in the morning every day yeah their high school finished at 10 did they go to hogwans till 2 a.m after yeah well it happens sometimes sure but i don't think i don't think the the, pe- the younger parents now might be the first generation of people who did that, mm, okay. but they're also not ultra successful. The moms are mostly housewives. Yeah. So a mom's telling her daughter to go to Hagwan to focus, to study, whatever. And like, but mom, you're my role model and you don't, you go for coffee. Yeah. How, how can you be telling me I got to That's winning, dude. Successful? What are you talking about? <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like if you watched your parents do it, it's different. So, so seeing... I mean, and my wife and I both work, and my kids think that all the women should work. There are other experiences that women are in school, and most of the teachers are women. So they they haven't figured out the housewife thing, and they don't know that, and I hope they don't, um, because they should learn to be independent. And it's hard for, I think it's hard for parents to teach that when you're demonstrating or, or modeling something different. Mm. Yeah, yeah, true. I don't think there's anything wrong with a housewife. <laughs> I think that I think it should be a paid. I think it should be a paid gig, not like hold on, not job. not going and not going and, and just fucking around all day. But I mean, properly taking care of your kids, teaching your kids different shit, and I think hey, if that's what you love, yeah. no problem. I'm not saying it's easy, but mm. I think coming from a household where the the duties are shared, mm. I mean, yeah, if you got kids, I don't think one person should be responsible for all of it. I mean, they're all shared duties. I watched one online the other day, and it said if it, they had a deal in their marriage, if you cook dinner, I do the bedtime duties for the kids, washing, story time, jammies, whatever. Or, or no, sorry. If, yeah, if you prepare dinner, they do that, and they do the dishes. But if they cook the next night, then you do those. And it, it's just an assumed role. If I do this, you do this. If I do that, you do that. Mm. And it, it keeps them balanced. And that, I think you have to have that. I mean, it, it's... Especially in this day and age where double incomes are becoming here, double incomes are becoming essential 
to, to raise a family with more than one kid. So you're not going to be able to do it with stay-at-home moms. It just the salaries aren't big enough anymore. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Anyways, uh, going back to uh, back, you. It looks like you had the idea to open the open the cafe. Mostly me. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're you've you've convinced uh, Andy here to to jump on board. When when did you pull the trigger? When did you? finally say okay we're doing it i mean so, there, there's lots of yeah pre oh this this is good let's for, do it like this or that for about five six years it was just a pipe dream and we'd see something and we're like, oh that'd be good in the cafe mm. oh this would be good in the new zealand cafe but we didn't think it would actually happen yeah you know but we're you know minds were open yeah and then last year Sanghei saw a instagram post about a pie shop mm. franchise it coming to Korea or started in Korea. Yeah. Two sisters. Meat pies or meat pie or pies. New, new Zealand style meat pie. Uh-huh. In two, yeah. Two sisters lived in New Zealand and they came back and decided to do this pie shop. Mm. And we saw her and we're like, should we do this? And got in touch with them and sort of asked a bit about it. And some of the stuff they wanted us to do, you know, franchise, you got to do this. You mm. have to have yeah. this kind of oven. You have to, you gotta buy it from my brother who makes yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And then they needed like a week training in Seoul. It's like, ah, uh, bitch, I grew up there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, but but, like, but for a lot of people, those things are. I mean, especially in Korea. I mean, that's what they need because they have no experience. Mm, you yeah. look at the pizza etang or whatever. They need a week training in Seoul because they never made a pizza before. Right, right, right. Now you got these adjuncts running pizza shops. Yeah, you know, yeah. they came out of SK or Hyundai, and now they're pizza shop owners. Coffee so. They need that support network, that support system. So what gave you the confidence yeah. to say, we don't need it? Well, one, it's like the franchise thing goes kind of against the uh, idea, New Zealand style. like Independent not, shop. Yeah, independent thing. That, and also when we started our, our hog one too, it's, this, it's the same idea. Like, well, we could do that mm-hmm. because we were working for other hog ones. And then we got together and we're like, we could do this. Let's open our own hog one. So yeah, 2013 we opened mm. our Hogwan. So we have experience doing, you know, running a business and doing that. You want a Hogwan too? Yeah, yeah. So dude, yeah. you got a bar, a Hogwan. Uh, you had a, a bar. You've been yeah. in six bands, a Hogwan <laughs> and a pie shop. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Wow. Do you sleep, man? Yeah, holy moly, that's wild. Yeah, so we like we knew we could do it ourselves, you know. Absolutely. Because we're you know DIY Kiwi culture, we can do it. But what's the yeah, I think too, in terms of um, <clears throat> franchise versus independent, what's the reason you're getting into it? Franchise for me says, when I look at a franchise, it's like money yeah. or monetarily driven. Yeah. Independence, like I want to I want to express myself. Yeah, it's in, the heart. In, it's like sharing some something that people yeah. might not usually get here. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like sharing a part of our culture yeah, yeah. to, to yeah. you know, all sides. And, so yeah. What, yeah. when did you decide to to do it this would have been about december last um, year maybe i can go back to the very first um decision of the whole cafe thing uh, yeah. Yeah. um so i uh when was the first time from 2016 or 17 mm-hmm. i got a part-time job in a coffee shop mm-hmm. to learn the skill of making coffees mm-hmm. and the reason was that I wanted to open my own cafe in mm. the future sometime. I mm. wanted to be ready. Yeah, Isn't yeah. there a famous story like this? <laughs> Didn't one of the big coffee shops start like this? 
No, is I think it? that's Lululemon. The guy, the guy, the guy went and trained. <laughs> She's the guy, the guy went and trained and he learned how to do it. And then he opened his own. And then it just. <laughs> oh my god! Maybe not Starbucks, but I thought it's a, a coffee shop starts like oh, this. Yeah, yeah. Inside yeah. information. So yeah, so, yeah I was uh, since I was uh, since 2012. I worked in an English school as yeah. a teacher, Hagwon teacher, and I. Started like, um, and uh, uh, we opened the school in 2013, and we just focused on one business together. Of course, and then and we worked together for five years. Yeah, mm. and then I started dreaming of a cafe thing, just in case I open one in the future. <laughs> but nothing was certain. Mm. And then I kind of worked like seven days a week, mm. like for a long time. Still now. Yeah, and then. Um, always kind of having concept it should be new zealand style but mm. i still don't know because i never lived in new zealand i don't know what it is but yeah. kind of wanted to <laughs> but i kind of wanted to that's the theme first thing but and some coffee and mm. like i was kind of stacking up my ideas mm. like quietly not even telling him mm. but yeah and then um, <laughs> and then um, the face. <laughs> and then we saw the the pie thing advertisement on the instagram the 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 new zealand embassy and oh, that's where you saw it that's new right. zealand ambassador yeah. found found their pie shop and they kind of did a little advertisement for them and oh, wow. they were kind of big hit in the mangwondong no, I shouldn't say that because it's a certain franchise. Um, yeah. Shout so, out to the <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I thought because when I tasted meat pie, I thought it would be hopeless in Korea mm. because it's very greasy for like Asian mm. um, taste. Yeah. So I loved it, but I knew a lot of Koreans wouldn't like it. Mm. So I meat pie was not the option in the cafe. Yeah. Uh, no, just that's in New Zealand. Yeah, and uh, that, not the easiest things to yeah. make too. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to make Quite too. labor intensive yeah. out there. And then I saw the meat pie shop is like growing and like maybe Korea is ready. having hope. This too. is the next trend. They're, this they're this franchise open. was in Seoul? Yeah, it's in Seoul. Only Seoul or? Uh, they started they, in Seoul, but they now they're spreading all over the mm -hmm. uh, country, like Busan. And mm. how, how many are there now? I think there are like maybe six-ish, six or okay. seven. Yeah. So still pretty I, small. I went to one in Busan, there's Big cockroach in my pie, man. Never. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, I'd never go back there. It's a specialty pie. <laughs> when I found that shop, they were starting growing. They were having first uh, branch in the other uh, city. Mm. So I we could be the second branch mm. of them. But um, I contacted them and I got all the quote to build a st store and stuff. It was too expensive uh, for yeah, Can you say how much roughly? Yeah. Um, roughly, I had to pay just to open seventy thousand. Seventy million. Yeah. yeah. I don't for, know whether I don't know what franchises are like back home, but remember Mr. Lim? Yeah. He was trying to open a McDonald's. Oh yeah. And he needed one point five million dollars cash. Wow. Just cash. just to put his name in for a bid with wow. like five hundred other people. Wow. He needed cash just to get in. Yeah, yeah. To the wow. for an option to potentially be chosen as a franchisee. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, that's a, it's a guaranteed. Like, Holy shit! It's a guaranteed. Life. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't see many McDonald's closed down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the one, one, yeah. one at the Rotary did. Um, Whoa. Yeah, but they just moved. They just moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they moved. They moved. Yeah. yeah. They, that's because now they purchased the land instead of renting them. Mm. They got the drive-throughs now. Yeah. The one but at Mugos. 
still pumping back yeah. to yeah. to this one that's part of the comfort of the franchise though, right you put your 70 grand in but the advertising the marketing everything's taken care of the instagram everything's yeah. already set up so kind of a lot of the legwork or groundwork is already taken care of it takes that whole dimension out of it so yeah. you don't have to think a lot yeah. yeah and that's i think that's really comforting for people who are getting into business but I mean, this is this is the authentic way to do it, but it's not easy, right? No, it's the, we took the the hard hard approach. Um, yeah. like we had to do all the advertising and. I mean, 70, 70 grand is a lot of money for a yeah. small. For small size. With yeah. with actually no guarantee yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and Busan's a lot different culture or, or demographic than here. Yeah. I mean, if you open at Hyundai, you've got a whole different kind of clientele than you have in Samsung. Their, yeah. their location right. in the Busan branch. It's pretty near the beach. Kwanganli beach. Yeah, Kwanganli yeah. is a really good so, location. Mm, and, um, yeah. the, our current location, they might not have allowed us to open there because they have to like sign off on the location. Shh, for mm. sure. Yeah. It's also an investment for them. They don't want companies close. Yeah, they don't yeah. want branches closing because it looks bad on them. So, Well, so if we, you look at they, it... They you... would allow, I think. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah they would allow because they were still small and yeah, yeah. they just want to spread. But even uh, use that, I mean, just mentally use that 70 grand as like a float you know until you guys get on your till you get on your feet and start really pumping out the pies just imagine you had bought the um, had bought the franchise and just do it yourself right and the thing is um even though it's a franchise here there are so many kinds of franchises and they try to kind of scam people like maybe Baskin Robbins, they are pretty safe, hmm. but still, um, some parts are not very safe to survive. Oh, we're saying that the other day with uh, with Danny Kim. Yeah, like huh? they, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they are. They just want to get money from the each owners, yeah, yeah. but they don't like guarantee everything. Hmm. Yeah, they, yeah. Some well, branches just close down. What are the really when the notorious, store is still there? Yeah. What are the really notorious ones? There's the you mentioned Pizza Itang. There was one where, like, you, you're saying you have to buy the yeah, cheese really. from here. You have to buy yeah, this yeah, amount yeah. of yeah, this. The ketchup was from my brother. The mayonnaise was from my <laughs> uncle. <laughs> and, and, like, one guy said, hey, I can make twice the money if I get the cheese from somewhere else. So he started buying, like, half his cheese somewhere else. Mm-hmm. There were big scandals with Tayer oh, right. Foods and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. And they can make you renovate anytime. It's like, oh, we, you know, you got to spend yeah. 10 million yeah. reno- renovate. <laughs> yeah. And it's the, you know, they know the people that do yeah. the renovation. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so... You saw the list of requirements and just said, no way. Uh, actually, the maybe all the like kitchen tools, like a uh, facility for kitchens and like how to uh, manage the restaurant. Learning that is maybe that's uh, valuable for us because mm. we never worked in restaurant mm. before. I worked in cafe, but it's a little different. Mm. But I'm um, still, I was, I thought that was against our theme, like. You can't relax if we follow their interior design. Yeah. You can't make our own recipes. And, yeah. and Nothing. You gotta you gotta and, follow the template. Yeah. And it looks like kind of McDonald. Like when you look at the photo, I, I didn't like the logo. They, that was the thing that killed me. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't they, like the design work. Yeah, they decided the white and uh, red theme. Mm-hmm. Totally looks like McDonald's. It looks like and, an American diner kind of. Yeah, yeah. It looks yeah. like it's kiwi style pies that's selling, but yeah. it didn't look anything. So like it seemed yeah. to like just get pie and get out of here. Cultural mismatch. I could see that yeah. to make money, yeah. and I we want people to see it with the like good what is it, like green color mm. and like nature color too, mm. and like relaxed. But yeah. but isn't that, that part of it? Like you said, when you get into the franchise, it's kind of all about money, and I don't. I mean, other than Korea, where the franchise owners are the guys who actually make the pizzas or the chicken, I mean, 
in, in Canada, the franchise owner is not there. He's making money somewhere else, yeah, and he's right. got kids and a manager that he's paying to do the work. So it's just about the money. Mm. But if you guys are the ones who want to be there and entertain the customers and stuff, then, yeah, that's totally the right way to go is, yeah. is privately. But yes. I, I, I think a franchise, and I think, okay, some rich guy buys the place, and someone takes care of it. I mean, you don't see the owner at McDonald's sitting there, yeah. you know, <laughs> flipping burgers. But you yeah. go to any small restaurant, the guy spent his whole retirement savings, and he thinks, if I make the pizzas, I don't have to pay you $8 an hour, so I'm saving money. Mm -hmm. But you could be making $50 an hour as a consultant because you worked at Hyundai for 20 years. <laughs> but they don't see that. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of, like, retired guys, like, fail with the, like... A lot, of, a lot of franchise scans oh, and stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's terrible. Almost yeah. all pizza places in Guyongri, there is like an old couple making pizza. Like yeah, yeah. 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 That, they have to. I mean, that's their retirement savings. They, yeah. they, they chicken pizza. Yeah. And they don't, they don't know what else to do. So if there's two people sitting at home and you got to pay the guys to make the pizzas, you're losing. But the idea would be that you're doing something else with what you've done for 30 years as a career. You use that to make more money. But... I think it'd be, it'd be good for a year or so, but then after you're like, oh, I'm just making pizzas here. What am I but doing? You see the, but if you got your own place, you, I mean, you're free to change it. You're free to... The, yeah, the BHQ the guy in yeah. Okdong, he's like 65 and he rides the motorcycle and delivers that he makes the chicken, then he puts it in the box yeah. and he delivers it on the bike. You're like, <laughs> holy man, dude, you're working too hard. Yeah. And actually when I got the kind of consulting with the franchise, uh, what is it? The project manager whatever yeah. he said oh if you want to add like new items on the menu you're free so they gave kind of like free option mm. like i we could put our ideas in the uh -huh. item so yeah actually uh, losing freedom was not a, the reason to be against the like franchise style mm -hmm. but yeah we, with that reason. yeah with that brand but um yeah, I just thought it's against our New Zealand thing. Yeah. We, Even though they sell New Zealand pie. They, they claim yeah. our New Zealand style pies. Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. Too. Have you guys gone there? We, we went there. Yeah, did the research. And um, after, but we actually went after, after we signing the store. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. That's, that's probably good. Yeah, taste the competition. It, it, then it, then it, you're not, you're and, not uh, pressured or, or biased in your opinion. I mean, Hey, we already decided not to. Let's just go try it with yeah. open mind. Mm. It wasn't New Zealand me pie. No, I don't know. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't think they went to New Zealand. It wasn't. It, wasn't. it was. It was weird. It's sort of like I was shocked. Fusion or something. But is that is isn't that common with a lot of kind of national restaurants or whatever? Like someone will say, like the Koreans will say, these are hamburgers. New York burger, New York this isn't a freaking New York yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago deep dish pizza. This is a Korean deep dish pizza. Yeah. This isn't the Chicago deep dish. Come on, isn't that? A, I mean, it's a huge problem with labeling or branding your company that way. That you might, oh, Chicago deep dish. I, oh, I've heard about that. And I want to try it. And you just think, okay, it's okay because you don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah. But when you try it or you try it and you had the real New Zealand pie yeah. and it's, it's branding different. it's branding man yeah, yeah. Jeffy's pepper burger is the yeah but it can kill I think it can, it, <laughs> but it, that's the thing it can have such a negative impact or effect on the company that hey that's not that's Mugadong deep dish that's nothing like a Chicago and then all of a sudden you don't have anybody but like you said the franchises I don't think they're they're out to to revolutionize the the world man they want to make a buck and, and get yeah, out yeah. the franchises here are open remember those Roti buns, yeah, dude. Roti. They they, oh, yeah. they had the whole they had the whole family. They had Roti, Mama Grandpa, Roti, and, Papa Roti. and they and they they popped up every. They were 
Is it what, like a cinnamon? I haven't seen one. Of like a cinnamon bun? Mostly gone, yeah. 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 Mm. We used to have it in the, <laughs> so like, funny. Now it's bubble, bubble teas and gong cha. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I can take keto. Go. I love the bun. The, the <laughs> they were good. Of, yeah, 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 they were good with coffee. <laughs> yeah. They were, so, they were yeah, good, yeah. but so, it's the same thing. They opened 700 branches. People get sick of them in two years. And yeah, yeah and they're gone. Yeah, yeah, if you're so. in it for the long haul, I think keeping your uh, keeping your independent corn syrup well, chicken is, <laughs> is not going anywhere <laughs> and, and if we do our own thing we can actually sort of close whenever we want earlier you know? yeah i'm going on vacation see ya yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so, yeah, uh, yeah so we were shocked and because the pastry was not like that original meat pie at all mm. and the filling the inside was totally different too it was mm. like a pasta sauce inside the pastry Whoa. it was like <laughs> so we were kind of angry people think this is a new zealand style <laughs> meat pie. that's that's the thing though i like, was angry people think pizza has corn on it we're angry yeah. but all of korea eats corn on the yeah. pizza <laughs> <laughs> my nona would would puke if she tried pizza here. i mean so, the pasta here with, with ketchup Koreans think this is, so. It's so bad now that this you're what you're talking about uh, that Koreans go to Italy and think the pasta's terrible. Yeah, because they, they're used they, they to having ketchup, ketchup yeah. pasta. Yeah, yeah. So if you think ketchup is tomato sauce for pasta, then you're going to be disappointed in Italy. <sighs> Americans think the two inch thick pizza is a regular pizza. Yeah. And you go to Italy and it's two millimeters thick, uh, and you what the hell? I'm not a diet. Where's the rest of the pizza? Dude, the, the carbonara debate is the. <laughs> Is the is the one to be had? Uh, yeah, the carbonara, like in yeah, yeah. in Italy and in abroad, that's. But but that's this is the one. fusion of food, right? And the evolution of food, like corn and pickles with your pizza, is a hundred percent normal here. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. And we how? had hamburger steak yesterday with kimchi on top and a slice of cheese. <laughs> wow! <laughs> but you know, like I've seen ones, especially in Boracay. Um, there was a guy from Vancouver there, but I think also of of places like in Italy. If your business is kind of, you know, medium size or whatever, but not guaranteed to, to be fruitful forever or whatever, if you partner with a Korean tour agency and all you got to do is add, you know, some gokdugi or, or some pickles or something, and every tour bus is going to come to your pizza shop, you sell out to your own culture and your own yeah. food. Now you're the only pizza shop in Rome with pickles and every Korean bus comes to your shop. And now the neighbor says, what the hell? How's Nate so busy? Yeah. And now Andy's pizza shop's got pickles. <laughs> and now half the pizza shops in Rome have pickles because they want all the current tourism industry. Oh, so man. It's funny how it changes, man, but yeah. that's the evolution of food. So go, um, about your menu, uh, you were saying everything's done by hand currently? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. we uh, <laughs> we thought about making pies like ten years ago. I'm like, I'm gonna make a pie. Well, Dude, Harry took Bush, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry Bush was oh, the original yeah. meat pie king yeah. of Olsen. Oh, Man, I uh, it, it took me like four, oh, like four hours to like just look at the right recipe, and then it was hours to like properly. I don't know, use your fingers to get the butter into yeah, the yeah, into the flour and roll yeah. it out. It's tough work. It's tough work. Yeah, we tried to use store-bought pastry mm. there's like one brand you can buy in korea mm. and that's what the franchise brand uses okay but that's super flaky isn't it it's very flaky yeah. and it's sweet yeah yeah, yeah. and so you're eating like savory and sweet together which mm. is also very korean yeah <laughs> and, um and it just it didn't work yeah so yeah. i'm like, oh, gonna have to make the pastry yeah. you can't import something from home uh it's probably more hassle than yeah just making it yeah and it's fresh this way also i don't have to freeze it yeah mm. 
Um, oh, it, nice. it does have a bit of a different texture when you freeze it. Yeah. Can you uh, can you talk about some of your stable menu items and, and stuff that's currently evolving? I've seen some changes in the menu so far and maybe some future stuff. Yeah, some future well, stuff. I mean, you can really put anything in pastry and it, it'll taste good. I think. <laughs> so, you know, so many options, but the, just meat pie. Mm. that's the classic that's the staple you know the, the number one, number one yeah. in uh, in new zealand that's the gravy and yep, gravy and yep. meat okay okay yeah. would um, would you consider something fusion or yeah. th- this is just it has to be well, you made, and that's, the, it. that's what i'm saying the the evolving one is the butter chicken well, the butter chicken mm. is pretty popular back home mm. yeah, um, yeah so that's sort of a kiwi thing too but i i really do like the idea of a fusion pie i, I, th- I think of the kimchi taco or, or the yeah. bulgogi tacos and how how those have just taken off back home and i mean might sound crazy to a kiwi but <laughs> i mean i i man i can mix kiwi with almost or kiwi. I, can mix, <laughs> I can mix kimchi with almost anything now yeah. i just kimchi pie. Yeah. but oh, but kimchi i can bulgogi, yeah, you know i never yeah, would have yeah, ate kimchi yeah. with a steak or something before Patent but bending. now i can make kimchi go with anything and yeah. i cook a lot of you know stuff from home and and i add korean things to it because i just love that taste now yeah. yeah, I think a lot of Korean foods in in a pie would be great. Yeah, bulgogi, mm. some like duck or something like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd love to start experimenting, but it's just at the moment it's just getting the the main ones down. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to move enough. Yeah. It's still new. So. Um, apart from pies, though, there are also some other things we could add. We tried pavlova, which is another Kiwi classic. A pavlova, it's like a, a, a meringue. It's yeah, a dessert. Like, oh, I dessert. thought it was a Russian tennis player. Oh, that's yeah. a, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like a kiwi dessert with um, like kiwi on top and strawberries and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Whoa, it's a bit it, of a pain oh, in the ass. To a make. pie? No, it's it's, it's like a d- dessert. It's a meringue. Yeah, yeah. So it just uses the meringue's like that fat kind of yeah. cream thing. Yeah. yeah, it's in between meringue and uh, marshmallow. marshmallow. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of. Yeah. That's the main thing. Like, as, as, as it's like a, it's like a, uh, uh, it's like that. Oh, it is okay. Yeah, yeah. plate of meringue with. Huh. Interesting. So we usually really put soft and lemon really meringue, like meringue on top of pie. And a nice crunchy crust on top of pie. So you get like a slice of pie and then meringue it's on really top good. of it. Oh, it's mm. not pie. It's no. just a, it's. Oh, it's meringue it's dessert, with yeah. with dessert. Oh, I got yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. So we we tried that. We we made one. Okay. Um, so maybe later we'll we'll add it. Cool. It's just a looks looks delicious. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good, but hard to make. Yeah, because so, um, it needs a lot. It's got a. It's so fragile that you got to bake it and then leave it in the oven like overnight. Because if you take it out, oh, the geez. cold air is just gonna like it's yeah. gonna collapse. Oh. So it takes a lot of oven time, and we have one oven. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I want my pie. Sorry, the meringues. <laughs> the meringues <laughs> still <laughs> hanging out till today. <laughs> So oh. yeah, uh, we have meat pie and butter chicken pie, mm-hmm. and we have one vegan pie, mm-hmm. and we have sausage roll. Mm. That's a main kind of bakery. That's what I smelled That's when I came place. in. Oh yeah. my god, that, I couldn't find it on my GPS. I stuck my nose yeah. in the window, and <laughs> yeah. sniffed my way to that thing. That was great. The yeah. sausage roll is actually like nearly the most popular thing. Yeah. Um, which and it wasn't really what we were going for. Hmm. We just decided to do it. They were uh, they're quite good. That's big at home too, yeah. That's yeah, a main yeah, yeah. that's a main dish. That's really big in England too. So we get a lot of the Brit expats coming mm. in, coming for the sausage rolls. Yeah. What uh, when I make sausages, I do the aptarisa, like the shoulder pig sh- mm-hmm. uh, pig shoulder. What mm-hmm. what's the the meat? 
that's pork i assume ground yeah ground pork yeah okay okay is there a special seasoning that you guys put in is that like a an authentic home home blend so we made our own recipes okay so what do you got in there she did the sausage roll it was it's my nine spices or something in there Mm -hmm. that's really good that was is yeah, that that was, that was really benchmarking good, off some other franchise <laughs> website? Or, uh, <laughs> we make our own, and actually, it's my job. <laughs> benchmarking Korean famous benchmarking. That uh, no, that was really good. The the smell, the taste, everything was really uh, was really nice. Actually, the the meat pie was not in the option of my like whole cafe dream. Sausage mm. roll was there though, mm. because every cafe in New Zealand they mm. have their own style of sausage roll mm. as like a kind of snacky thingy. Mm. So, um, yeah. What what else is on the dream menu? Uh, sausage roll and some like dessert, like some pavlova or like some butter bars or like you know so many different kind of cakes and cupcakes and but it's pretty hard. I'm not pa- uh, patissier, whatever. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, pastry chef. I'm not mm. that. So yeah, I I gave up that part. Mm. But I got coffee, long black, and mm. sausage roll and. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that for now. Yeah. yeah, it's like I think trying to keep it pretty simple is good too. Like not having yeah. too many you can't, you options. Can't get, just spread yourself too thin. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's uh, how, how did you decide on the location and stuff? Was that just out of kind of convenience or was that strategically? I, I mean, location is a, a major factor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's how, actually, yeah. I mean, knowing so, that you're going in not with a, a full on business starting right away and stuff and. How do you decide where you're going to do this? So Sunghae found the location and she showed me and I did the you know street view thing. And I was like, no, we can't open here. No foot traffic. This is this is ridiculous. Right. No mm. way. Her parents came and checked out the location and her dad actually offered 500 bucks to not open there because <laughs> he thought like it was such a <laughs> terrible location. It's like... You're not going to sell a single pie if you open here kind of thing. Uh-huh. And like the alleyway behind was a bit dirty. It's been cleaned up now. Mm. And so her mom was around there looking at it. It's like, oh, this is... Like all the she... hobos are hanging out there. You can't open store there. Yeah. Like, mm. she, they were... like pies. Yeah, yeah, they were so telling me off. Cats jumping around it. everywhere. It was like, it wasn't... Yeah. It's, it's a bit nicer now. Um, <laughs> he came in and did all the weeding and like put up some wall to like block all the trash that was there so it's yeah. quite nice now mm. but i didn't like the location at, at the start. no one liked the yeah. location apart from me um but then, why did you like it um so i already experienced with the opening business right so i thought location is important but it's not everything and i knew it's very important to easily close down to when i want to get out of the business yeah yeah, yeah. So opening is the first step, but mm. closing down is the important step too mm. in the end of the journey. And I was thinking all that. That's some knowledge. Yeah, that's some, <laughs> that's some wisdom right there. Yeah. So the small size and bad location, but cheap to open, mm. cheap to close down is important too. Yeah. So that I sounds was... like that sounds like thinking of the divorce before the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's the reality, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna get married, but I gotta keep my options open. So I'm gonna keep this and this and you, this. You, you know what? But I yeah. yeah, thinking of the divorce, like always, we are in like marriage and we love each other. We are happy, but. Thinking, imagining divorce can make you like stick to marriage more, you know, mm. when you have, when you're always imagining of crisis, mm. you stick to the reality and try to make 
uh, our unless, unless you're an optimist and you're like well this could really work here, right? you know so, thinking about other girls like oh wait a minute this is <laughs> so um yeah i thought of like the whole picture and yeah. i thought this wouldn't be bad this wouldn't be horrible because we would we wouldn't lose much money even though we fail with our business you know, like if you dream too much, then you well, fail. I think you got financially. You have to work within your means. You you can't crawl. Yeah, yeah. you want to go in and, and pay ten grand, or you mentioned earlier the guy's paying six grand a month for his two places. Like, um, if if you have that kind of overhead, you can't focus in and freely oh, like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I want to make butter chicken. Hey, no, no, wait, wait. You're you're being forced to <laughs> make decisions, and that's you the, can't enjoy it. The kind of low. We don't pay much rent. It's pretty good. It's like Huge. a really nice peace of mind. Huge, like, yeah. Relaxed. Not yeah. too much pressure. Like, gotta sell fifty buys today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing worse. There's uh, nothing. Uh, earlier, worse. we talked about the retirement couples invest all their retirement money and they stick to the. They got stuck to the store, and after <laughs> failure, they mm. have nothing. And they are like 70s and 80s. Yeah. So, yeah we, it's a huge problem. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't want to have that, even though we are not retirement yeah. age. So. Yeah. So that. So, so is that why? I, I thought, are you yeah. just going to stick to the weekends, or is there a plan to just, just make it more full weekends. on? Or there's no plan to open weekdays. Hmm. Um, just weekends. It's sort of yeah, it's like a like a Hobby. passion project sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, we have our day jobs and. And this is something we just want to. And who knows? Yeah. Who knows what comes in the future? And that's what yeah. you're allowed yeah. to do with that kind of setup. Yeah, yeah. It makes it manageable. So. Yeah. That's awesome. And if, if other doors open and opportunities present themselves, then you're open to them. So. Yeah, so my main reason for not liking that location was the lack of foot traffic. Mm. So I thought that's key for a, a location. But, but foot traffic, you got to yeah. pay out the... These days, Instagram is where it's at. So, yeah. Um, and the thing is, the our main dish is meat pie, which no one knows mm. in Korea. So... So I if, thought, if um, they're going to come for like a matchup experience, then yeah, Instagram's where they're going to find you. Not yeah. uh, so yeah. when when there's a lot of foot traffic, even though people wouldn't try, you know, mm. people are scared to try a new thing and they right. don't want to waste their money and mm. time. So meat pie and oh, what is it? And they just walk past. Mm. That's what I was thinking. So in uh, kind of in a being in a big road mm. is not important for us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's a we're great too thing. unique to be. And you know. And person. you know what? You Starbucks, know Mad Kiwi Cafe. <laughs> you guys remember Melrose? Yeah. Like, I mean, Melrose was in a, a dump in the bottom of us across from the university That's there. Right, yeah. And then they moved to like the, the fire stair, hazard stairs under the mom's restaurant. That's right, yeah. And I mean, that was nothing, but people knew if you wanted a pie or a cake, you went there. Yeah. Because she was the best cake and pie maker in the city. It's funny you bring that good. up. Funny you bring that up. I had a middle, uh, first grade middle school student randomly yesterday she's like oh i want i can't remember she said like oh i'm dying for key lime pie there used to be this lady that had it i was like yeah key lime pie. what was it soon go soon go i'm like cafe Melrose. she's like yeah you know that i'm like <laughs> yeah well you're 13 years old how do you know that she's like oh me and my family we love that we used to order pies and bring them home and blah, blah. that was and that was very be, random yeah. that might be a good example of what you're talking about because she moved to her mom's place and do you know that whole story? I mean, that she closed down and got the big spot because the Utsugunchang was closing. Uh -huh. So the, the government building had all, I mean, every day, everybody going to that place. And her mom and dad owned the Meuntang, the fish 
oh, restaurant. Okay. So that's how she got like the stairwell mm. thing. And uh, so that was free rent, easy to operate, but they closed down because of that. Mom was selling the restaurant. Mm. So she couldn't stay there if mom was selling it or what the rent might go way up. Mm. So she opened the big one and then overstretched herself. I mean, it. she had kids, so uh, she couldn't She couldn't do both. But maybe if it was smaller, she could have had someone and, and working it like you guys would. But I think she was she was spread out too thin. Yeah. And, and it's too bad. That's a great place, man. She had a lot of different uh, cakes. Oh, yeah. Carrot yeah. cake was unreal. Oh, That's what the girl said. There was, it was carrot cake. So, she was like, oh, so line really? was amazing, too. I just thought it was a little bit too much for the... It was Carrot cake's like six feet tall, so <laughs> I thought I was getting more bang yeah. for my buck on that one. But Wouldn't it, like, If you go eat a piece of cake there, you don't like you kind of feel bad cutting into it. You're like, this is a this is a work of art. You got to see these things, man. They look... Uh, yeah. yeah, she was really... She had her... Um, Diploma. She studied in France or something. New York. New York. Yeah. 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 Honor Institute. In New York. Wow. She actually uh, went to the same college as mine, so we could knew each other. We same, kind same of. Year. Uh, Hubei, Hubei. Yeah, yeah, like one year gap or something. But she went to New York when I was in the college or something. Oh, so, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. She. We didn't meet before, but when I saw her, like, kind of diploma in her history, like, yeah. you went to that college. I went there too. And I went, went to Beans Bins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Actually, my plan is that you're like, oh, Meryl's was good, mm. that kind of thing. I wish all our customers will reminisce us in mm. the future when we close down. Like, if we close down. Yeah. <laughs> you must <laughs> never close like down. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What, what, uh, what is the clientele like? Now, is it a, mostly foreigners? Is it a good mix of both? Is Well, at the start, I think the sort of Facebook post um, reached a lot of foreigners. Mm. So we had a, a lot of foreigners, but we're getting more Koreans come in through Instagram. Yep. We do a, a boost and you can like select your clientele. Like I want to reach this age group, this yep. city, yeah. this demographic, you know, and so you, Instagram's great for that. You can really target who you want. When, when I was there, there was like young Korean couples. There's a couple of young still, Korean couples in there. I, but I still think maybe 80% is foreigners mm, really? yeah. varies uh, yeah yeah little portions are korean people yeah and cool we want to get that sort of mid-20s to mid-30s um korean uh, looking for a new yeah new experiences you know go out I mean, for lunch with friends kind of thing and they're all out there there's mm -hmm. ton there's tons of them and like they said the changing demographic now where this generation of young people is very much more open-minded maybe to try yeah. new things and do new things we went to a, was it Hong Kong restaurant about a week ago? In Ulsan? Yeah, in Ulsan. Where is it? Um, it was near the Tewa Park. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it's Cantonese, but okay. they say it's a fusion Chinese. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. But you had to like write your name down. There's a big waiting list, and I was the only guy there. All the other tables were like, like I said, female. Mid 20, like 25 to 35, like. Two friends, three friends, yeah. females. Oh, sweet! And all through Instagram. Sure, I mean, that's <laughs> and if there's something Koreans are good at, it's it's that social media. I mean, it just flies around like crazy. So if you get the right demographic, yeah, you're. I I just got reminded the reason I chose the location was when I met the the previous owner he said he will hand me over his instagram account which uh -huh. has already a lot of followers ah good yeah yeah so what was value added uh it was a italian restaurant and oh, okay, so yeah and it was before that. all my friends knew that restaurant name so really? when i when i told my friend i bought that restaurant i'm like oh did you buy that restaurant <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. so they they 
uh, established Instagram account very well for like four uh, nice. to five years. Perfect. So that appealed me too to buy the oh, yeah, good. location. Huh. That's yeah. better than Portrafe. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're, if you're looking for fusion menus and and attract <laughs> and attracting the young twenty three to what thirty year olds, <clears throat> you could fuse the coffee and the and the sausage rolls. <laughs> you could have a long black sausage. Anyways, the what? How did you decide on the name? Uh, I've I've told lots of students about it, and I did. Um, uh, you know, I explained mad how that can have different yeah, different meanings. Kiwi can have different meanings, but yeah. how did you uh, how did you come about the name? Well, for the record, mad is the not angry version. Of <laughs> Take your fucking pie and get out of here. <laughs> some, way, some people look at our logo and they're like, "That kiwi doesn't look mad at all." Yeah. <laughs> it's quite cute, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's but, um, fuming inside. No, what? Uh, how did you? How did you get mad? Is that like a kind of mad scientist, experimental? So it's, I'll let Sanghae tell the story. Mm. It's from my dad, actually, back home. So, so he, <laughs> he didn't have any idea, but um, when I... my I, wife has one of these stories. <laughs> so when I visited the New Zealand and when I was with their, his family, one time, I don't know uh, why he said that, but we, he kind of like looking over the kind of uh what is it the uh, many people on the street and he one time he said look at all those mad kiwis and then i thought it was kind of cute expression because yeah. the people were not mad at all but yeah. it was kind of like calm and nice but he kind of said that and i just one time i just thought oh, it was kind of cute yeah and then that's already a couple of couple of years ago but that still kind of stick to my yeah, mind stuck in it. it also because kiwis are not mad they are so relaxed and they're like peaceful they're mm. like nice kind so i thought it was kind of like what is it sarcastic way yeah. it's kind of some way somehow it's kind of cute to hear so uh -huh. yeah. and it's also that it's like adjective animal you can put any two together yeah it sounds like a restaurant like the fat duck, yeah. the drunken clam, or whatever. Drunken yeah, clam, yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a. I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't go I, wrong with the, that combination. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of historic way too to kind of like ironical name. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. So it was my idea, and he said, "Yeah, let's go for it." Yeah, and then adjective yeah. animal. I never thought about that. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> well, that's like those memes that say you're. 80s rock band is the color of your underwear and the last thing you ate and yeah. someone has to put black kimchi to that. <laughs> black sabbath black kimchi yeah. what, what, why not <laughs> and your blues guitarist name or something yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt <laughs> a fuming moose <laughs> restaurant F trademark that <laughs> that's awesome um so anyways when i again when i visited the the, the smell brought me in um enjoyed some time on the patio there it was beautiful um but number one attraction is your adorable dog right <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, about what uh what's gonna bring me and my kids back could have nearly been called coco cafe or something so yeah. our dog's name's coco yeah yeah and um yeah we that's decided... a rescue dog yeah 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 we got yeah. her from shelter a couple of years ago mm -hmm. and she's still pretty scared of me mm -hmm. Like she'll run to Sanghae when she gets home. Yeah. Like 
you know, it's like, I haven't seen you in five hours. Oh my God. <laughs> and I come home and she's like, <sighs> there's that guy again. <laughs> so, like, so she like Coco trusts one person in this world and that's Sunghae yeah. and she's her savior. Yeah, she yeah. came to the, the shelter and, and saved her and that's like she worships her yeah. everyone else totally scared ah, here's that guy that lives in right in yeah, Sunghae's house <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, why is he sitting on Sunghae's couch yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> nice like, this has been we've had her like I guess year and a half mm. and for the first few months we were like uh, yeah, she'll warm up to you maybe she had some trauma from a male in the past mm. I mean, something like that um, so we, we called this like dog podcast. She called in and we talked about the situation. You didn't call Caesar, did you? No, I'm Caesar one. <laughs> <laughs> the Korean version, the Korean dog whisperer. Yeah. And he, he said like, you ever say who? It's like, this is a common thing. Like try taking her to like busy areas alone. So she knows that like she can trust you and like you're looking after her. Ah. So like it got the got on my bike. I got this like little pack thing that I can put the dog in on the front. And two Just beers. Like this. Yeah, two beers. <laughs> Avoided the DIY. Um, <laughs> yeah, went went to the park a couple of times. Tried that, and nothing really changed. She's still scared of me. That's okay. As but long as she's not she's not biting you or anything. Yeah, no. Oh, okay, she, okay. she wouldn't bite anyone. But um, yeah, she's just really timid, and I think she had some trauma maybe. So. Yeah, what you're saying that's that's a lucky dog man to stay alive for what five years in uh, in a shelter. Yeah, yeah, and she was like the smallest dog, yeah. and all the other dogs used to like steal her food and like bully her. Mm. So they they put her with the cats. Oh, she's, nice. <laughs> she's that's like why she's moody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she gets along great with the the cats at the yeah, cafe. She loves cats. Yeah, and me. she can trust the cats, but yeah. perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I thought maybe she like she's a racist dog at the start, or maybe like <laughs> it's my smell, or I don't know. Oh man! So she's um she stayed in the shelter for six years mm. when uh, since she was a baby, and she has a bented leg on the front. So yeah. she's yeah, there's a name for her. I can't remember. It's like bow-legged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like those old. English legs of furniture that kind of go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, yeah. they name it after that furniture. Yeah, and um, some people say that's just natural, like she's born with it, or when she uh, didn't have enough nutrition, mm. it's like not eating enough, then mm. the legs can bend. Aww. So we, uh, she, and she doesn't have any social skill for dogs or something. Mm. So we just assume she got separated from her mom when she was baby, mm. I guess. So she didn't eat well when she was young, yeah. and then somehow she got into the shelter and she stayed there for a long time. So she never lived with the humans. Mm. So yeah, so hmm. when we got her to our house, <laughs> it was so challenging. I can she, imagine. That. Yeah, she just yeah. hid under the couch, under the bed yeah. all day, and six yeah. years in a cage. Yeah, yeah. She That's never a... walked before, mm. so she, she couldn't walk. Yeah. So she she was not actually a dog before. She was just a like, living creature yeah, in a cage. Yeah. yeah. So. A mat. Wow. Yeah. So we, it took us a few weeks to actually like take her outside. They so for just, three like, weeks, we know. couldn't touch her. We just mm. gave her food and mm. we didn't do anything. Mm. So she can kind of adjust. Wild, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And then, yeah. After one month, we could finally walk her, catch mm. her and everything. So She could. 
I did. Yeah, yeah I could. That's right. She just runs away. Yeah. yeah. So. But at the start, we had to like in order to catch her to put the leash on to take the walk, we'd have to kind of like trap her. Yeah. <laughs> because this like we couldn't get her. She'd just run away. Yeah. Huh. So, like, Interesting. Fort, like get her. Yeah. yeah. So. Just a little change of direction. You guys mentioned the academy. <clears throat> um, I know you're working full time, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So between that, the academy, the cafe, and stuff, how do you how do you balance? How do you manage all that? Cafe is the balance. Yeah, yeah. Like it's really like when I'm rolling pastries. Like, but I mean, when you finish on when you finish on Friday, you're like, oh, I can't wait to go and do pastries tomorrow, or is it? Oh shit, I got to go do pastries. Yeah, tomorrow. no. Well, I I, I get, so I work. I finish at three. Is, it's quite nice mm. and then I, I go and prep during the week so like yesterday I not went every in, day but not every couple day, of days yeah, so when I get there on Saturday morning it's just assembling the pies basically like everything's mm. like done and cool yeah, yeah. cool but I have yeah. to like if I miss a day of prep or something that's you know it'll mm. put good. you behind but yeah, but yeah. that's still good I, though I have man. like a schedule I, I stick to I love my, my scheduling and mm. sticking to it that's how, awesome. how is it not having any day off it's kind of your first yeah. time yeah yeah it hasn't it hasn't really sunk in yet it hasn't occurred to me oh, okay that's but, um, yeah. so, so far so good yeah yeah but uh, yeah if you're enjoying what you're doing if you hated making pies and i don't know why you'd yeah. why you'd uh why you'd subject yeah, yourself to doing it but in, it's okay but that's you know, the key to that location <laughs> able to close anytime <laughs> yeah take a day off whenever like it, it's not like we're sticking to franchise rules or anything you know? yeah uh, sorry we're closed the sunday we need a rest day so uh at the we are thinking of changing it for the summer but at the moment it's 12 to 5 hmm. but on weekends yeah just yeah. saturday and sunday but we might change it to like 10 to 3 or something hmm. cool um, for the summer Cool. Why? Yeah. Just to give you freedom in the evenings, or? Yeah, I think also like we. Not, if you we notice get, trends, yeah. Yeah, we don't get many customers from say three, three to five. Three, yeah. It's sort of a, right. you know, a quiet time, so like why open then? Most people. If you're not going to be there. open till seven or eight, and right. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've got to open a lot longer, or just not get back and get yeah. a longer brunch. And if brunch we sell out of pies, we'll like post something on social media and say, "Sorry, we're sold, and mm. we'll leave early," kind of thing. Oh, that's so cool. Like the dream is to like just like make a lot of pies, sell them quickly. Go home. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And well, actually we couldn't open before twelve because we were not very skilled to make assemble and bake quickly. Oh, okay, but okay. now I think we can. Yeah. So yeah, we can open a little earlier. <laughs> nice. Well, you know that place I think it's called Bakey Kit no. on Instagram? No. Uh-huh. They're like a specialty cookie shop by the Tewa the Tewa River National Garden. And I went to find them one time because Stacy gave me a bite of one, a salted caramel chocolate chip something. I was like, that's awesome. But they had one that was a bacon, bacon something cookie. And I thought, I got to try maple bacon something sounds <laughs> all in a cookie. That sounds really good. And so we were down there one day and I don't know, they, they were busy and I was walking or my wife was at the market or something and I was phone shop, I think. And I was walking around and I just stumbled upon it and i went this is that place i kept popping up on my instagram they're the same they make like 10 kinds of cookies five each and they're like three bucks a cookie or whatever and she just sells them and then boom we're done see you later yeah and they're not going to make a hundred of them because then they get too much supply none of demand they just make their five each every day and if there's a couple 
corporate things where we want like cookie sets or whatever she'll she'll do that separately oh but, that's the yeah that, that's the dream that's, that's the way to do it and, and if the word gets out and it gets popular yeah. you'll have a line because you want to get one of those cookies before yeah. They go yeah, on. yeah so then any store with a line outside it's like well it's gold absolutely well i asked you before about uh about making frozen pies but you said there might be something i i think that would be huge like yeah. I, I got a couple of buddies around the country i'd like to i'd like to fire yeah. a couple of, uh, and it might be a lot easier <laughs> like i i'd still like to do like make fresh pies for the weekend but also of course. have the option of like buying a frozen pie and taking it home or something. yeah no yeah. doubt well do you follow the handmade korean market uh, at all on facebook no I mean that's all guys who who started out these small things, but what's what was Gavin Sausage or yeah, like there's yeah. a few different guys who kind of have their in store stuff and then they also send it all over the country. Yeah, and same thing. I mean, if, if you, just the kiwi population, I mean, you must have frozen pies in your country now. Oh yeah, yeah, you can buy them anywhere. So, but you're saying there might be a you might have to put some preservatives well, or some sure shit in a, there. Yeah, yeah, like kid, is it as simple as just freezing it and putting it in a bag? Or putting or it in the, the in the ice box or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Try one. Something, yeah. yeah, but you don't want to send it over the country and some guy gets like well, seminole or fucking mad cow or shit. Send Freeze a couple yeah. and I'll try them out for you. Bring it over on your bicycle. <laughs> um, yeah, because yeah, I think that's another potential. I mean, we think for, for all kinds of different things. I order pierogies from the Ukrainian or the Russian ladies. And they don't actually do them. They just do when I say, I say, hey, boys, who wants pierogies? One kilo, two kilos, one kilo, one kilo. Okay, we need 12 kilos. And they just go sit down and make them one weekend. But I thought, why don't you just sell, make a web page on Facebook and just sell them all over the country? But then you get into some legal stuff and, and yeah. health and safety yeah, regulations. So. Things, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the I love the business model, man. Yeah. I love it. It's so, oh, it's, I talked to my wife about it. Just, that's, it's such a good I don't know. Like you said, you're free. You control you're your free. skin. Right? You control, yeah. yeah. And it's not you're not uh, you're not beholden to the customer who wants you know the one guy who wants a pie at nine p.m. You're doing it on your yeah, terms. Yeah, I, yeah. I like it. Well, I, think I like you, it. You said about doing the frozen pie. It's like I don't know if I can make enough right now. Hmm. Yeah, you have to automate some part of the process, to, right? Like, yeah, like so I roll the the pastry and cut the tops yeah. to mm. save time. But like getting a machine or something to do. Sure. That, mm. So yeah, maybe later, like if, if things go well, yeah. we start getting some machines in. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And that's, I mean, that's kind of the approach that we take with uh, with the podcast too. There's no, we have no, well, we have no goals really, but <laughs> like it's, uh, it, I mean, we've taken like a, a month or two off in between yeah. episodes sometimes. Then we do yeah. six in, 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 uh, in a week. So it's, uh, it's good to control your own thing not uh not yeah, worry yeah, about the about, yeah. about the over hot pies chill vibes is that kind of thing oh <laughs> you sold me you sold me on that i like that man um will teaching or the hogwan always be part of your always be part of the the mix yeah, yeah the mix like our, our school yeah, yeah yeah so we've got students now that Sunhei's taught since they were second third grade elementary school and now into high school yeah kind of thing so nothing will make you feel old yeah Yeah, (laughs) it's like she like we don't want to like give up the hagwon we we have friends that own hagwons of different sizes and i just think i would never do that i would not do that this 
Kongobang, you know, two classes, four hours a day, something, turn your privates into an academy. That would be doable where you can get a little more money, a few more people, but not give up your life. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, yeah. It. So, so this is we're not like like Ryan's hog one. Um we we started working here together. Mm. Like I had my room, Sangye had her room. Yep. We'd teach a class, that switch. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it was like four blocks and it was it was sweet. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, like around when we went on a New Zealand trip, um, lost a lot of students. Mm. So got to the point where I had to go and do my own thing and mm. Sanghe kept the school going. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would like to go back to that at some point too. Yeah. Sort it's nice, like, yeah. Yeah. I've worked at uh I know like Jeff and his wife had uh had a school for a while um that I worked at and Al and his wife had a school and it was kind of the same thing. You know, yeah. one teacher, one teacher, bump, switch it up, but when you get a few extras you call a buddy in to work. A few. Mm. I mean, Mark's got one now. Yeah. Mark and Lisa have one. He works his job, and when he's gonna go, does some stuff. There, I think but... the one to get the, there's always the the point though where it gets a little bit too big, or not not too big. Like where where you need the extra teacher, yeah. you have an extra five students, you need the extra teacher. You're like, okay, and then you get five more students. Like, shit, now I need a bus driver, <laughs> and then you need five more. Yeah. Like, oh, we need one more teacher. So there's always kind of that uh, that balance that you yeah. got to strike. Yeah. But so like, cur- currently, I'm mostly work alone mm. like other kind of uh, the teachers that are hired come and go come yeah. and go and that's the best way yeah, to do it, yeah. Um, it's kind of like special occasions usually mostly I just work alone and mm. that's kind of one teacher size school mm. even though license is like yeah. big one but cool. yeah but it's good when you can establish that following of whatever however many students that are going to stay with you because they like you they like your style yeah. it's comfortable for the kids the prices are reasonable and yeah. it's not just that mass-produced garbage where it's just putting them through a machine yeah, we have our own yeah. curriculum we don't like follow any so... like the, the franchise thing again you know we did our own thing mm. like we're not going to go with any franchise curriculum uh, but when I, you do that and you can get the people yeah, that yeah. says something you're doing something yeah. right so yeah, yeah. yeah we're like i guess now like one of the older schools in Gyeongli. so oh, nice. like there's a like people know us so yeah yeah, so cool, we are man. pretty unique there too because I teach speaking too. Mm. Like most Korean teachers don't teach speaking, they just teach grammar yeah. and books. But I value speaking part, so we are kind of renowned for that. Well, can, yeah. yeah. Get a lot of adult students. So I, I teach a lot of oh, adult cool. students too nice. for speaking. So yeah, awesome. people know as like that's a speaking school. So mm. if you want to learn how to speak, you go there. That's kind of thing. Yeah. Do you find most adults want to learn how to speak or? get an opportunity how to speak do, uh, when you're teaching adults do you find most of them just want the opportunity to speak or are you actually teaching them um like, or are uh, they lonely ajamas looking for friends <laughs> mix of everything mix, every- mix of everything yeah. Yeah. yeah um but um uh most of them uh um what can I say? So they uh, just uh, study for SAT stuff. So they mm. never got a chance to speak mm. for a long time. Yeah. So I give the opportunity to speak. Yeah. It's a one hour class. Mm. One hour, you only speak English to mm. me. And if you make mistake, I'll correct you. Those mm. kind of things. So With a stick. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I'm at the women's center, the Ulsan Women's Center, whatever it's called, I get like 15 to 25 ajmas. And mm. it's the, the course is, it's a, course or organized by the government but it's to train them to get back into the workforce they had good jobs they've they had kids they didn't go to work for 10 years lost their i mean usually you lose your job in korea if you have kids 
And now they're trying to get their 35, 40, 30, and trying to get back into the workforce. So this trains them and gives them a certificate to be a Pangahu after school teacher, which is a pretty good job. Mm. It's like two to five or three to five or, or whatever they can do it. Their kids are old enough to take care of themselves now. So it's, it's appealing for them to get some purpose back in their life maybe. But I always ask them like the first day, like, why did you guys sign up for this course? And it's like, oh, I'm bored at home. I want to meet new people. I want to learn English. I'm like, this isn't to learn English. I'm going to teach you how to work with kids and teach kids how to have fun in the classroom and stuff. But none of them are there for that. <laughs> it's like all these other. And I'm like, if you want private lessons, go see Sonia and she'll give you private lessons. But I, this is not what this is for. But I find like I had to adjust the teaching because nobody's there to learn about after school English. By the end of the course, when they learn what they can do and that their English is decent, they want to do that, usually. Mm. But it's not why they sign up for it. I think it's funny to hear all their reasons. Uh, don't want to hang out with my husband anymore. So luckily, most of my adult students, are they have good reasons. So they want to go abroad after post-doctor. Mm. I, ha I have a wow. lot of UNIST students. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. 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 Even though they speak English all day, they mm. still want to improve more. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they want to do the, the working holiday visas or they work mm. for foreign companies. So their bosses are Germany or whatever. Mm. So. We only is a hotbed for, <laughs> for UNIST. Yeah, 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 it is. I used to teach some kids out there and they were like my own kids. I mean, they spoke perfect English. They're born and raised in the States. They came back at six years old. Dad finished his PhD and he got a job at UNIST and they're all from Seoul and Gyeonggi and now they live in in Guyongli and <laughs> yeah. and I was like well what moms what do you want like these kids are like English kids well, what the heck am I supposed to teach them yeah. well, I always, and they like no just hang out play games sing songs whatever yeah, yeah. that's always uh, weird to me having an adult who speaks fluent English like yeah. why are you paying me yeah, yeah. what do you what do you exactly yeah, what are you yeah. doing here man that's not enough you're you know like yeah. Korean people <laughs> more and more you know? yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. funny yeah. Um, two more uh, two more things on here you mentioned uh, vegan Vegan options or veganism in Korea? Yes. Are you guys? Yeah. You're not vegan. No, no. The inventor of the sausage <laughs> roll? No. <laughs> Wait, I, I taste the food. So. Yeah. I love sausage roll, but yeah. I'm not vegan. But I love the uh, having vegan meal okay. and pursuing the life close to the vegan. But like I'm kind of. Do you mean a no yeah. carnivore on the weekend yeah. with the meat pies? Oh uh, I, I can't stop eating meat or dairy yet, mm. but if I could, maybe in the future, yeah. I would try more vegan. I think meals. the idea is to reduce your meat mm -hmm. in. Yeah, not not yeah, totally yeah, yeah. eliminate it, yeah. right? Yeah. I we, think that's we used that. to do like a, like a no meat Monday or something, like once a week. Yeah. Mm. Back when we used to cook at home. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But with all these guys online, I mean, are they lying? I mean, mm. A thousand years ago, what did they meet? No, like the, the the whole vegan kind of movement and stuff. I I get it, but is it kind of like a feel good thing, or no, is it actually based in science and reality? Because dude, everyone's different. different. Everyone's yeah. body's different. Yeah. Everyone processes. Uh, I think Koreans, for the most part, don't do well with dairy. Is that right? Um, I think I know lots of Koreans who like. Yeah, maybe some old people for their own health. Maybe they try vegan, but young people they value mm. like they don't want to hurt animals yeah. too much, like the factory farming that's and stuff. It, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah for yeah, moral that's moral right reasons, moral but I think reasons, yeah. yeah. Some people also for like medical reasons. Like I know someone that whose doctor said like you need to cut out meat and went vegan and 
Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and there, I mean, I think there's stories on the opposite side too, exactly. where yeah, people sure. do the, do the carnivore thing and they're, yeah. they're, they're feeling better than ever. But right. I think it's up, you have to do your due diligence. But it comes off usually as a, this is morally correct kind of thing. Right. Which is, I think, which rubs people the wrong way yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But you find what's good for your body. What's yeah. the, what's a good balance for your body? Is it good? Yeah. But it's also it's a good inclusivity thing, right? Like if there's a group of friends who want to go to the cafe. Mm-hmm maybe they will choose something else if one or two people are not eating meat. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Yeah. That's what yeah. I wanted. Yeah. Exactly. Want options for everyone. Yeah. Like dog friendly, you know, vegan. Smokers are welcome. Smokers are welcome. <laughs> oh, not them. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> really? Cancelled. Close the cafe. Oh, man. <laughs> you said this is inclusive. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. How long did you smoke for? Um, the the first or the second or the third time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I used to quit every other weekend too. What? Uh... Uh, I started at university. Yeah. So I was probably you know like twenty, and quit. Did, did you smoke when you were here too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that okay. was a big change because dollar fifty a pack. Yeah, I can't. Like, I can I, afford this. Yeah. You know, like I was saying before, I was so poor at uni. Yeah. Um, I used to roll my own. So buy like 30 grams of tobacco and papers and oh that's gangster because it was yeah. it was cheaper yeah and yeah. then coming over here and trying the cigarettes that had all the like, chemicals and stuff yeah it was like, well, it's like completely <laughs> yeah <laughs> cheap great yeah I, I missed my more bang my for rollers. your buck yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't get all these extra ingredients with my smokes at home yeah. <laughs> I want a healthy pure cigarette yeah no doubt. <laughs> I'd say ten years. Did you yeah. oh, ten years in total? Yeah. How uh, how was it coming off cigarettes? Was it um? Or what made you what made you quit? Was it the yeah yeah good, <laughs> good on you? Yeah yeah. It was actually so during the benchwarmers days mm. we didn't have a no smoking inside rule. Okay okay. And oh man, to think of it now, so we're smoking and working, and my dad came to visit. And somehow my dad came to the benchwarmers and we we're all smoking and it was so smoky in there. And I, I remember them just... Open like the saying, window. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, no windows, they're behind <laughs> the boards. <laughs> like, we have to leave. But it's just, uh, my eyes are stinging and stuff. So yeah. It was a bit of an eye opener. Pussies. Were you ready to quit? Yeah, like I tried a few times. Oh, okay, um, okay. So we had a Korean worker there, Jay Chul, and... Uh, we did a thing like like let's put money on it kind mm. of thing and it's like I lost the first bid and then yeah I tried a few times yeah. I tried with Brian Rescon yeah and how he's, long he's have you been off now um oh, probably six seven years nice oh yeah, wow. seven years nice, nice so when, nice. yeah when we met I was smoking a couple of years after that it's cool. even yeah. it's even crazier now with with kids like my kids ago. Ooh, you stink like cigarettes. And I'm like, oh, shit, but good job. But <laughs> And I mean, they say it with dad, but they say it with like teachers or whoever, like even Jeff, when Jeff goes out at Playland, they're like, Uncle Jeff, you stink. And I'm like, oh, don't yeah. say that. <laughs> but, but they pick it up like really fast yeah. and they can't help themselves. I mean, they just know. And parents that don't smoke, I mean, you, I pick it up too. I just know not to, it's probably not so nice to say something, but. They blurt it out all the time, man. No problem. Oh, yeah, I get that in class. Not with cigarette smoke, but any other smell. It's like, yeah. it's brutally honest. Yeah. I, uh, Teacher <clears throat> I, I found when when I was smoking that, like, 
mentally like wasn't ready to quit like i just you kind of know you need to quit but once i made that decision like oh i'm not going to smoke anymore it was pretty easy to pretty yeah, easy yeah. to get off I, I tell you it was a lot easier quitting smoking than drinking which i tried i did a year no drinking oh no way yeah and yeah. oh man that was hard so did brian yeah. it's been six <laughs> i mean yeah i've been almost never went back yeah. Uh, yeah yeah three yeah three and a half years uh, yeah but your uh, what in what queued that was it all your uh, drinking and driving tickets? Uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be able to ride my bike. What was the was there was there a catalyst for the um, for the no drinking? There's a few things. Mm. Yeah, it's like it was like a one year no beer kind of challenge thing. Oh, cool. Which was kind of popular a few years ago. Yeah, it was going yeah. around. Uh, I wanted to do that. Um, health and I was just drinking too much. Yeah, and not like. Spending enough time with family as well. So, yeah. yeah. What about now? I, I drink and drive my bike. <laughs> <laughs> these these constant references are to Andy getting a DUI last night the, on his bicycle. <laughs> yeah, it is possible. So, word of warning. Um, it's a yeah. PSA. So, uh, 0.3 is the limit for a bike. <laughs> that's obviously higher than a car. Uh, 0.03. Yeah, I'm not sure how it Car is zero now, isn't it? I, I think, I think no, it's the same. I think it's the same. It should zero be tolerance. zero. That's how they put it down yeah. to zero point zero one or something now for cars. So I don't... You can smell a beer and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's brutal. But oh yeah, that was a unexpected thing that happened last night on my way home. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. But for the for the one year no beer. Yeah. Um, did did you find any any positive benefits coming out of it, or was it like oh my social life's cut off? It what was, was worse. I was getting headaches and fatigue. Really? No, no, no. <laughs> Apart from that. But the, the worst thing is I was right during a New Zealand trip. And on that trip, I had a friend's wedding, stag do, Christmas, mm. New Year's. Jesus Christ. And I had to get through all of those. Yeah. And like all my friends are drinking, having a great time. And they'd be doing shots and they'd bring my shot out with water in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which right. one's Andy's one? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so much of the brain power, right? I mean, once you commit to it, though, I find, yeah, like it's like having the scones this morning. That, that's I don't usually eat till dinner, and I mean, if it's a big breakfast or something here, if we do it, I'll have it. But I'll take a scone home and have it later. Bullshit. Just, <laughs> just, just, just not. I, I, yeah, once you can figure out that you I have the mental strength to to do those things, I think it's a it's a pretty powerful thing yeah, to have. Yeah. 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 And that's, I mean, getting older too, I, I could, there's no way I could have quit drinking and, uh, when I was 18 or 19, oh, it's I, impossible. Yeah. Like it's just the, the, the social pressure is quite, uh, quite yeah, hard. Yeah. To, but even, but even now, like I, I, and I view it a little bit different where like, I don't drink Coke, I don't smoke, I don't, but sometimes I just want to have a beer at six o'clock on a Wednesday. So I got nothing to do. So yeah. I'll have a beer while I'm barbecuing or whatever. And and I mean, that's, I don't, like, going out for the Mark Jeff weekend special there, I can't do the binge thing anymore. I just feel like shit. I get, I I feel like I can be more productive doing something else. I prefer to be doing something else than sleeping off a hangover. So, but, I mean, yeah, having a nightcap once in a while, why not? I mean, if, if that's what I feel like, but it could be candy or it could be a Coke or something else, which is probably even worse for me. So, hmm. I think it's just yeah. part of the, part of the options and the old everything in moderation. Yeah, I think after the the year off, I I can sort of stop now more easily. Mm. 
like before I was just like I was just you drink drinking. less yeah, yeah I drink he less. couldn't stop drinking once yeah, he started yeah. well that was a uh, man I didn't have a social beer I remember playing poker with my buddies years ago and just we started drinking we're all just getting loaded and we had one friend who was just like sipping a beer he's like don't you guys drink in moderation I was like I've never done that so, yeah. can't you just have a so know, the quote was like can't you just have a social beer I was like no, I can't. Well, yeah, yeah my, I can't. My dad's like that. Like, so he drinks like every day. Mm. But I've never seen him drunk because he just knows when to. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. I've had enough. That's three, whatever. Sorry, all right, off to bed. He's probably never had a hangover. But I mean, a lot of a lot of Europe's like that. I mean, imagine I think the whole world's like that. Maybe a glass of wine for lunch. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. is acceptable? I mean, Koreans. You can find Koreans. I see them at the at the Nangmyong Mandu Chib having soju with their lunch. I'm like. Well, your father-in-law will sit mockily on the... You guys got to drive back and like that's... Hope he's not riding his bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind if you got a driver or whatever, but yeah, I mean, I think all over Europe, I mean, having a glass of wine at lunch or something or a beer, yeah. not yeah, a big yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I love having a, a beer with dinner now, but mm. like I try not to have alcohol at home, mm. but um, like, yeah, going out with dinner and stuff, it's great. After a hard day's work. I, yeah. got, I got some yeah. beers up in the fridge for months. I mean, yeah. one day someone comes over, or you want one or whatever, it's there. If you don't, then. Yeah, I don't know. All the crowds I've been surrounded with kind of my whole life, it was always like zero or nothing. Like you're, you're or zero or nothing. Sorry, zero or 100. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, it, now it's zero or nothing. Yeah. And, you know, the bench warmer days, like just. But getting older, yeah, like that. getting yeah. older also plays a part in that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, well. Yeah, nothing good happens after twelve or two or yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the hangovers get worse. Some, yeah. Who was uh... asking about my birthday on the when I turned twenty eight? We had we hadn't been out since we had kids. We started drinking. We started drinking Zambuca. Oh, oh, my, god. Zambuca. oh, god. oh my god! Oh no! Maybe paint the but you know, like some, some of those some of those nights you just I'm I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna have fun tonight. And that have fun means I'm gonna go overboard and whatever but then you start thinking of if i fall down if i crash if i smash my head open if i get a DUI. become physically disabled <laughs> in some way like it's, it's absolutely stupid yeah. what are you what are you doing and and same like now it's weird being the you know three or four beers five beers deep but everyone else is 10 or 12 and you're like you're the sane guy here and watching like all the crazy i used to be one of those guys and it's I, I feel bad. I try and take care of those guys if I'm, I don't go home much. But if I am, it's like, guys, you got to get home. And like, shit, what do your kids think when you get home like this? And what if you yeah. fall down and break your foot like your your jobs? Like, don't you think about these things? What the hell? It's, it's Maybe funny. I'm just getting old and boring. <laughs> it's funny being the observer when you, you don't drink yeah. and you're around friends like the stag party and, and like the, the, the reception. That's usually me. I was mm. I was just like watching it, and there's just a point where it just suddenly goes like that. Yeah. <laughs> between like shots, yeah, like so you kicks in and the shots, and and then like Sunhei's drinking too, and I'm the only sober one. Oh, I'm normally like this too. Yeah. It's like oh yeah. No, it's funny. Some of the some of the things people say or i don't know that's a, that's another thing too i found i was getting pretty loose with what i would say to people i don't know just go up and just start talking about random shit like why would i fuck what, what, what am i thinking I mean, it's wild but who do i have to apologize to today thinking the next day right? that was i remember there was a point in uni where i'd wake up and be like check how much money's left in my wallet check my body for bruises or like any any injuries yeah. but yeah, i like the korean stuff 
just forget about it. Nater, past is past. Don't, don't talk about it. No, Mr. Kim, you fell down the stairs upside down. And so I just want to make sure you're okay. That's why I was calling. Everything is okay. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> and, and that's kind of how they deal with it. And I was like, but you guys don't like rib the guy the next day. Like, yeah, yeah. hey, you shit yourself or, you know, <laughs> but you're not allowed to joke about it with anybody or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's, uh, no, yeah. Nick. That's why I like the hockey guys. Cause whatever you do, man, I'm calling you out. I've been there the longest now. I'm one of the older guys. Anything you do that's funny or you wear pink underwear, that's your name, man. Pinky. Hey, Pinky. And uh, yeah, they don't mind. We were at Costco two weeks ago and one of the hockey guys came in. Speaking like, of pink underwear. He goes, hey, how you doing? Whatever. And he says hi to the kids and the kids know him because they get, they're get they getting off the ice when he's coming on. He's a changes in our room. And they didn't know him. And I said, well, that's uh, Giwan from hockey, uncle. And they're like, oh. And then next week we were at hockey and he comes in and he's like, Hey, Costco guy. <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. And now he's a Costco guy. And now the guys in the team are calling him Costco guy. <laughs> so, but the drinking one always baffled me. Like if you go with the director and, and a couple male, older male teachers or whatever, like no speaking of this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Just forget everything. And I'm like, no, but you did some crazy shit. And I got to remind you. That's funny. Yeah, we have like midweek questions for some reason. It's always like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. At the like, kindy? Yeah, yeah. Which oh, is, I don't Jesus. know why. I, the boss's decision. Yeah. But yeah, it's like back to school the next day and everyone's just like, it's normal. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you were singing this really badly last night. Yeah, and you were shooting the boot. Down, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. That's a. There's still the the same uh, same characters teaching. Still the yeah, a lot of the same ones from when you were there. I guess. Wild. Yeah. yeah, some new Wild. ones. That was a great. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed teaching there, but it um, yeah. I don't know when they expanded to the new. Oh no, I was gone before the new school. I think. Built? built built or we started built in the in the basement of. Or not in the basement, like uh, where Watanwai is now the next building oh, really? over on the oh, first man, floor. And then she opened that in the, in the coffee shop. But yeah, with that. Gone. Yeah, it's, not, it's empty now. Yeah. I, it was funny. I went in there for a coffee. And I was like, oh, that's a really nice place. And uh, Ben told me, he's like, you used to work here. I was like, oh, shit, I did. I, I did used to work here. Oh, my God. This is straight. It was weird. Didn't even recognize the, the space. But yeah. teaching, teaching the kindy all day. Or what is that? 10 to 3? Yeah, so it's, like, yeah, 10 to 3. Mm. Um, but I'm like a homeroom teacher. Oh, so okay. there's like really no downtime. It's like serve the kids. That's food, what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. And then like check the homework in the morning. I was going lunch to, is not really a break. I was yeah. going to do classes after that. And after a couple of years, I was like, oh, this is... I got the job offer at the uni and it was, uh, it was, uh, it was hard doing it's, it's kids tough, all day yeah. long. Yeah. I, I gave up the um, elementary school part. Used to be till 5. Mm, that's what you used to do, yeah. But I, was just, I said to the boss, like, you know, I can't do the, the full time yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just they used to hate me there. I would just jump in for two hours, one till three, phys ed at the park. Like, who the hell is this guy? You come in and go play at the park and come back. And, what the hell is that? <laughs> so that, that was the ideal. I'd like, I used to see you guys. I'd come in from two to four or something and be in and out before you guys even saw me. And but like, before, What's I mean, going on? But even before that, before Built even opened, it was two or three days a week, 10 to 12. You, you just go in, yeah. do two weeks of cooking, one art, and one uh, yeah. and one gym class. Those were the. I have those actually, sweet. I actually was the gym teacher for a couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, going to the top sports and playing sports with them. But ah. Yeah, like, oh, they, yeah, they outsourced that. Yeah, at, yeah. At some so point, I went yeah. along to that place and was the ah, teacher. Oh, cool. But um, 
Yeah, not anymore. I used, to, <laughs> I used to love the chubby kids. I used to have them doing step ups on that on that <laughs> thing by the swings, and they'd, they'd have to do step ups. And the big, <laughs> you did three, and you're eight years old, dude. Come on, you gotta do this. I like sending the kids down on that hot slide in the summer. <laughs> you roast your ass cheeks on that thing. Can I go on the slide? No, bad kids slide. Something I learned from the sports though, it's really hard to gauge which kids are like athletic. It's mm. like some really surprise you. Some mm. you think mm. are going to be have great hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Throw a ball and like, hit themselves in the face. Yeah. And then like this little tiny one's yeah. like, like dribbling like a pro, you know? Yeah. I had uh, the closest time I was came to killing a kid, man. He ran from what and why. You know, like they run across the street yeah, into the yeah. park. No one ever looks. And I was like, oh, my God, like this kid's going to get hit by a car. And I was just all those thoughts are going through my mind like what if someone got hit blah blah and he ran literally from the one wide door across the street and punched me right in the dick <laughs> oh, dude i was so pissed <laughs> almost yeah. almost killed the kid but anyways um give us a couple plugs for the place here yeah instagram yeah. facebook yeah Max you guys Gaming cafe um check us out on facebook Mm. Um, and we have Instagram, which is what's our Instagram? Italian Restaurante. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you can type hashtag Mad Kiwi, then it pops up. Okay. And yeah, the ID is Mad Kiwi Cafe mm. too, so it's easy to find. We're gonna take over that hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures of this Kleenex box <laughs> so for a pie and some chill vibes. Yeah, no doubt. Awesome, 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 awesome. Bring your dogs. Nice. Yeah. And don't drink and bike. Don't yeah. <laughs> Kids are welcome too. No doubt. Awesome. Well, anyways, guys, thanks for coming by. Guys, thank everyone, much. thank you, uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.